Jeanette, we're live. We're live. Yay. We're live. 2023. Woo. Cheers. Mimosa. Cheers. cheers. Happy New Year. Happy Merry New Year. Merry Christmas. And just so everybody knows, Jeanette has uh, a, uh, a redneck mimosa, a.k.a. mammosa. Mammosa. A mammosa. And I've got the very delish, delightfully looking, very pretty um, mermaid mimosa. <laughs> That's we we nice. mimosas is twofold champagne, and champagne. then it's still early in the day. So if we're gonna get if we're gonna get hammered, we might as well get chocolate hammered hammered with um uh, <laughs> champagne. With champagne. Now yours is made with um with beer, which yeah. they said um, a winter wheat goes good with it. Now this originally one I got was made with mango. I like the um, mango blue moon. blue moon. And then um this one. Um, yours is just beer and orange juice. Whereas this one has champagne, but it's got the Midori, the orange juice, the champagne, and then the what do you call that blue one? Curacao. Oh yeah, with a delightful little lime. You know, what? I need umbrellas and a straw on this. Oh, Damn it! Damn, it's pretty good though. Oh, that's delicious. I like that. Mm-hmm. So when Dario comes, I'm gonna be like, "Stop what you're doing, and come with a uh, come with a, uh, uh, a a little straw and a little umbrella." Damn it. Uh, I know, right? Bring your umbrella, bring your straw. Bring it, damn it. Don't mess with my emotions. Anyway, so hey, happy new year. <clears throat> Good to be back. I know, we haven't done this in a while. Well, it we we actually our break was a little bit low, shorter. I try to keep it at um within a week and a half, two weeks, but um we didn't get it in before I did I travel once already? No. Yeah. Oh yeah. you just barely came from Oh, traveling, yeah, tra- and then you yes. traveled before then too, though. Right. So before my New Year trip, um, I tried to get squeeze one with with us, but it didn't work out. And then, um, but we were we we're like right at around fifteen days, I think it is. So really? yeah, we're, it's actually pretty tight. So we're, you know, we're trying to keep up, trying to keep like an optimistic schedule. You know what I mean? Not like once a month, but not once every week because it's it yeah. gets challenging. Like that's <clears throat> yeah, because I mean we have things. to do. But you know what? New Year's resolution. Maybe maintain like some sort of schedule. That's actually a good one. I mean, not like a, not like a resolution. Like I'm gonna go to the gym and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna get bulky and cut, and which would be nice. But um, <laughs> no, but like say like a, a good resolution for us just to put out in the universe is like we're gonna, you know, maybe keep a timeline, something realistic for us that allows us to be the professionals we are, but uh, um, <laughs> have a little fun, have a little fun, right? And do this. Yeah. So happy new year's, Merry Christmas, Hanukkah, Mazatov, happy Kwanzaa. Did I leave anybody out there? Um, no, what other, what other happy, happy Ramadan? I don't know. Yeah. And for those who are doing dry January, um, There's too this, many dry things now. Everybody's trying to do wasn't something. There, do it, like, wasn't there dry November and dry well, January? It started off with uh, November. November. No shave November. Remember no shave yeah. mustaches? And then um, what's the one that came out with like um, October, October? Oh, that's what you were telling sober me about. October, that's- you don't drink, you don't smoke weed or anything, and you go sober. And then there's one like I've heard people do like no nut November. November? <laughs> Who in the right mind... Why do we punish ourselves? I'm, I I can't even respond to that. Like the stimulus on that's just more than my brain can handle right now. Honestly, like I know people are gun ho about dry January. I'm definitely not following that. I mean, nobody trend. did anything for December. You know, you notice there's nothing for December. Well, there's Christmas and there's gluttony. Right, gluttony and gluttony alcoholism. December. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> he OD'd on eggnog. <laughs> he OD'd. It was, but it was just rum. It was just rum. And a little bit of nog. But uh, nothing for December. So it goes from October to November, skip December. Yeah. And now they want to do something in January. What the hell? It aren't like New Year's resolutions enough. Like now we have to quit alcohol too. I like this mermaid mimosa. <laughs> I feel very, I feel very, I feel pretty. Oh, so pretty. It makes you want to sing. <laughs> um, it must. That's, uh, you're, you're I, always singing. Think, I always think of that song from, um, um, Anger Management when they stop on the, on the, on the bridge when he's on his way to work. He's like, sing. I don't want to sing. We're not going anywhere. Adam Sadler's, I feel pretty. Oh, so pretty. <laughs> I like my cocktail because it comes with breakfast. Mm. Dude, I'm going to be slamming these. these so, are good. like, for people who haven't eaten, mm-hmm. you know, it's the perfect cocktail for you. You get a, you get your vitamin C. And so, I like mine chilled. And I think when you have drinks like this, it's a must to have crunchy ice. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, crunchy, crunchy ice is just the way to go. Yes, yeah, Sonic ice. So, so good. Okay. So, new, uh, let's start with Christmas. Okay. All right. So, uh, um, you know. Now, it was your first Christmas because, you know, you had lost in the family and all mm-hmm. that. It kind of changed the dynamic a little bit, right? It did. And I'm sure – I know a lot – actually, I feel like I've heard of a lot of people that lost people in accidents and all that during the holidays. I paid more attention to it. And it's like – I guess it's common I guess more than I, you think. Yeah. And I don't know if, or if it's just me, but it just seems like even – There was like you. a gloom – gloom over this holiday didn't didn't it feel rushed it, didn't, it felt rushed i wouldn't say gloom in my perspective i think it felt but rushed I, but i do i will say that i did feel i'm, I'm all trying to push the plug down has but it I, always been rushed <laughs> i don't think it's always been rushed but maybe this is a first and year then, just maybe take a notice of it and then like then chris was here and i worked all the way up to christmas and it was just like okay what now didn't have any plans, yeah. didn't do anything. And it was just like, what the heck? It's just so like, wah, wah, wah. I went to bed. And it was anticlimactic. It was very, it? there we go. It was very anticlimactic. And you know, I'm not anti-Christmas. Yeah. Kids, toys and all that. And I've always said, even though here in the United States, we're kind of crazy about Christmas. Like, okay, um, going going along with that theme, go, um, that um, we're crazy about Christmas. I even think- Black Friday didn't seem very black. It didn't seem very black. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it. It just didn't seem very black. Because like Black Friday, it's usually like a mad dash at the stores. You hear people you hear about people that get stampeded and crushed trying to buy <laughs> their kid Megatron and No, I love those stories. There's like the eighty inch TV that's on sale and, and I've never I've only done that once. I had a girlfriend and you know, uh, we she wanted to go to like the outlet mall and we're out there like three in the freaking morning. It was cold. And there was lines of people everywhere. And I'm like, why would you do this? Why are you doing this to us? <laughs> Obviously, you don't, want, you you don't this? want this to work. Obviously, you you, you hate me. Yeah, You're mad yeah. at me. You're mad at me, obviously. <laughs> and um, and she's like, well, get all your shopping done and all that. And there was a, a pampered chef, right? The store oh, pampered. Oh, yeah. And I think. I remember that. That store doesn't exist anymore. I bought like one thing from pampered chef. I was like, okay. Like a little egg something. I hate pampered chef. Really? Why? I like the store, but. I hate that place because I went to go buy some measuring spoons. Freaking, my measuring spoons came with two of the same spoon. Oh, and ever since then, horrible. I hated that story. I'm going to do two things while you're talking. Okay, you do that. Um, 
Why did you hate Pampered Chef? Because because I got the I got the messed up spoon. And since you got a messed up spoon, I'm very bitter. I'm just Whoa. kidding. I'm so bitter about it. Whoa. Oh. So. <laughs> maybe they'll maybe they'll if anyone's listening like it's like a shot in the dark out there like would you replace my whole <laughs> uh, would you, if somebody would you, else, i might jump back on board if somebody else got the wrong spoon mm-hmm. also from pamper chef can we switch our wrong spoons and we'll both have a pair of maybe right we'll spoons? have the right spoons mine was the teaspoon you know what anyone needs to know i always have to have my pin that's weird. Why? It's like my lucky pin, and I have my little thing to write notes with, and all that. Oh, it's your lucky. You have a lucky pin. Yeah, I've had I've had this pin for like ten years. All my jobs, fine point for writing small. Nice. So I was like, oh, what if I want to take notes? It is pretty <laughs> lucky if it's lasted for ten years. It's like a steel pin. You could like you know use it to like <laughs> jack up my car, truck or something. But um, yeah. So um, yeah. Black Friday seemed a little less black. A lot of online ordering. You know what I think it is? I think it's because people um. We were just having this conversation this morning about prices. And yes. I told you it didn't really yeah. hit me until I had walked out of Walmart only mm-hmm. purchasing three things that costed $30. Right. So me. And then now what, I started really paying attention to what I'm buying. Okay. So you're like me. You're a single person. Yeah. <clears throat> we don't have like kids at home we have to feed and all that. So for me, <clears throat> I, A, I couldn't imagine people with families. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Right. I know. So That's a lot. And then with Christmas mm-hmm. and then all the goodies and all that, toys. So, um, for me, it's a matter of like, okay, um, I, I go grocery shopping like twice or three times a week just because I, I'll buy like something for two days at a time. I don't really stock up a lot. I've, I, I've done that. I've started doing that with produce. I don't. Right. I buy it as I need it instead of stocking up because it goes bad. So I start noticing, and I think I messaged you and Dario about this. I go, I spent like 60 bucks on one bag of groceries. It's crazy. And then like one day is like, I got one bag of groceries like. How did I spend seventy dollars on one bag? Oh, and so, That's crazy. And I remember my parents like yeah. looking at the receipts when they would go shopping when I was a kid. And so I'm finding myself I'm all there just going through my receipt, like, and is I'm that like, right? Oh, huh. right. That's a Maybe I bought like a. <coughs> I, so I get I get sugar crazes, cra- cravings, like especially chocolate. Oh, chocolate craving, dark chocolate. Yes, yeah, so I'll just murder people. It's like <laughs> I need dark chocolate. You know, running to the store, <laughs> throwing people out of the way. <laughs> Like little, people move. little grandma there, bam! <laughs> you're all like, you're all like, move, bitch! <laughs> oh my, oh that's, my! That's exactly how I get. Exactly. So I needed my dark chocolate, but I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do this healthy thing. I, I, I go through cycles of healthy mm-hmm. things, so I'll start buying protein bars. And I, I, I saw a box of like a granola, dark chocolate granola bars that were, uh, it was like a reputable, reputable brand. And I, there was like eight of them in a box. I was like, oh, those look good. And so that'll go good with my coffee in the morning. It's got like protein, like maybe like a gram of sugar or something, just a good alternative. And so when I was leaving, and I was like, where did I spend 70 bucks at? And I'm like, those granola bars cost me like 20 bucks. <laughs> oh, crap. What the hell? I don't need to be healthy that much. What the hell? <laughs> And I was talking to my trainer, and he was like, yeah, remember like in the old days, like when like protein was like really cheap? I go, yeah, it used to taste really bad too. And he goes, yeah, 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 but you could buy like, you could buy like an oil drum of protein, and it cost you like $5. I mean, granted, 
it was like chalky enough to like stucco your wall with, but you know, like. But you could still have a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you could have a lot of. You could you, have a lot of something really awful. Do you need to do your your work on your house? Want to be healthy and still want protein? <laughs> <laughs> well, present you mega protein ten thousand. <laughs> you want to malt? Add protein to it. There's a hole in the wall. Add protein to add it. Protein. <laughs> it used to your be your walls. Your walls. Also, it has been. Scientist, scientifically proven that your walls need protein on them. <laughs> That's going to start so many your flower, things. Your flowers aren't growing on the flower bed. Sprinkle a little Sprinkle of protein, protein on it. Protein 10,000. It used to be like really idiocracy. bad. You see, I know. Yeah, idiocracy. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're watering their plants with Gatorade. With Gatorade. It has electrolytes. It has electrolytes. <laughs> but it has, it electrolytes. has electrolytes. Oh, my God. And go buy that Costco. I got my law degree. Yeah, we're from uh, Costco. 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 Oh, God. Okay, so, yeah, so everything's expensive right now. It is. I don't think 2023 is going to be any better. I don't think think so either. It's going to get worse. I I feel like it is, and I feel like people just need a brace for it. I think we have to brace for it. And I think that, and honestly, that's how I did prepare the beginning of my year was I started looking at my budget and seeing... That's good. Where I can save and good where, note for people. What I can uh, cut rather back on. than make a resolution, do I, something smart, prepare for the future. Financial. <laughs> I just know my ballpark figure. I need to stay within. Yeah. But good. That I think that's a good thing to do, right? Project yourself that you're going to be financially secure this year, and it's going to be. I think it. I don't think it's going to slow down. But yeah, and then you have to think about people with families and. Gifts and toys. People want the Megatron and My Little Pony, and it all looks the same. It all looks the same. same. Um, No, and I I don't have to. And I think maybe being a single person with not having Mm -hmm. a family, like um, I was very lucky to get away with not spending a lot for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But even then, it just felt rushed, though. Yeah, it kind of it kind of weird. So after Christmas passed. I was like, huh, what can we talk about the podcast? Because I thought I was, well, I was trying to squeeze in a podcast before New Year's. Oh, I know. And I was like, I started looking up like sightings of Santa. Oh, Santa sightings. Santa sightings. Little kids are still believing in. Well, and these were, these were, um, I went to some websites. I didn't write them down because I was kind of rushed, but I started looking up Santa stories and um, it was kind of interesting. So these are adults that are writing in their stories on these websites, telling their Santa stories that they believe is Jolly Saint Nick through and through. So you have adults out there who truly believe they saw like they saw like an alien, they saw a ghost, and they saw Santa. All right, so I just feel like something else happened to this matrix. No, so like so there's like something else happened. There's like people that like. The, the one story was like, you know, um, I woke up, I heard something downstairs, and I and I went downstairs, and I saw a red man, a man dressed in red, rushing across the room and dis- de- uh, disappeared behind the Christmas tree. Honestly, Gone. I would think it'd be a demon. I mean, I would be so, like, that's a ghost sighting. Well, well these, and these people say they, they talk about how this, he was dressed like Santa. Okay. And he goes, and I, I went upstairs, and my parents were asleep. How strange. How weird. There was another one where a kid woke up. This guy's talking about how he was a kid and he woke up in the middle of the night. And um, he goes downstairs because he hears his parents downstairs. <clears throat> and uh, um, he he goes where the tree is and he sees somebody dressed in red. 
the person dressed in red kind of like tells them to be quiet. Mm -hmm. And then he disappears. And the kid turns around and goes in the den, and there's his mom and dad watching TV. Yeah, I, I can't. You'll, we talk about we talk a lot a, a lot about. Um, well, we don't intend to, but it's probably because we're just fascinated, right? Um, ghost stories, UFOs. I think that's now appropriate is, for the setting because this is like um, bar talk. Mm-hmm. You know, friends getting together, having a drink, drinking responsibly, drink responsibly. If you're gonna get smashed, be at home, not on the road. Be at home. Be at home. And try these. Try these mimosas. Do some mimosas. Have a drink with us. Have a have a little tray of, of fruit, which we we don't have. A nice creme brulee, <laughs> you know, eggs Benedict with a mimosa. That'd be nice. Jeanette, drop I, the ball in the I, food. You said bro, you said bring munchies, so I brought the bag of munchies. It's not even here. <laughs> it's not even here. here. Dang, dang, mm. I'm failing everywhere. But, but it's funny. There's like this website that just goes on and on of adults writing in their stories about how they swore they saw Santa. Do they have mental illness? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's plausible. There's what did I say, 300 million people in the United States. Yeah. Yeah. So it's plausible that the 30 people that wrote into this story are all 30 people of the 300 million that have all <laughs> severe mental illness. Like, I just feel like. I may have like, I may have attached us to that. We're like, oh yeah, we saw, we saw aliens, and I'm like, oh god. Are but we, you know, do we have no? Do we have mental illness? Okay, so like the craziness of Christmas, you the know, craziness a, of Christmas. the craziness of Christmas. People shopping, people doing this, people doing that. That's a nice case. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, look at that! Wow, silver flowers, I very know. nice. You got the new fourteen. Yeah, nice. And then um, <clears throat> I've always liked Christmas, though, because uh, people tend to seem nicer. People tend to be happier. They tend to be doing stuff. They're looking at lights. and they, That's true. There is, there is a certain spirit to the season, no matter whether you're working or what's going on. There is. There and is. I, I love it. I do love I, it. I liked I, – I love it. My tree was up since November. I barely took it down mm-hmm. Wednesday. Yeah. And like <laughs> – like this coming last Wednesday, yep. My um, like a lot of my colleagues say, "Oh, you're such a Grinch," but it's kind of a cool thing because, like, I'm their Grinch. Oh, there's like, even it's it's like a part of our it's like too. a part of the Christmas season for me. It's like okay, I'll be the Grinch. All I'll right, Grinch. all right, I'll do this. <laughs> but people are generally like in a good mood, and there there is like a season, um, like a that ambiance that feeling yeah, the- there's like a there's a sense of thankfulness mm-hmm. i mean it's not it's not yes i did notice like there was i think um i did notice that people like i say things have gotten expensive mm-hmm. people are kind of cutting back and i did see some of that but, but i did also like our office we decorated and same here i decorated beautiful tree oh my god we had a beautiful tree but uh, i know a lot of people you know <clears throat> who but overall i don't recall people being like I, th- I mean, I th- negative, upset, no. ain't nothing, nothing. People no. were like overall good. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and good I, to I, I each was, other. <clears throat> I was super pleased with that, and I, and I always have Merry Christmas. Yeah, everybody just always kind of is, no matter what's going on. So, um, but it was kind of cool reading Santa stories, and um, I mean, I remember at, I remember when I was a little kid, if I ever heard like bells ringing. Mm. I remember one night I heard bells ringing, like, you know, like bells, like <laughs> on a sleigh kind of bells. 
And I remember thinking, like, being a little kid, just being like, somebody's got the TV on or somebody's got the radio on. You're all, like, trying to right. Yeah, as a kid, I was like, what happened, what's uh, going on? You know, I was, probably, I was probably going through that phase where I was like, oh, there's no sound. Oh, but you, deep down, you're like, oh, maybe is maybe there? Maybe there is. Just in case. I should still believe mm-hmm. just a little. And um, <laughs> I'm sure, well, there's all sorts of stories about how Christmas started and Santa and all that. Mm-hmm. But how cool would it to be if there's something like bigger than that? And there's like people do have these legit like, hey, I think I saw somebody. What was that? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think whatever it is, I mean, whatever happened, I think that's pretty, pretty cool. Right. I mean, you always hear of like ghosts and UFOs and that's kind of scary, but if right. there's like a, a positive a one, positive spirit out there. I mean, wow, granted, if I saw a, a big guy dressed in red in my house, I'd be like, I'd be coming out with my gun. Bam! I was like, oh, I, I just killed Santa. Oh, man, I just killed Santa. Crap. You're all paranoid. Damn it. Santa. I ruined Christmas for everybody. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, folks. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I didn't do it. <laughs> he was already dead. Yeah. He was already, I felt like that. I swear to God. I felt it like that. <laughs> <laughs> the elves killed him. They all rebelled. <laughs> like, we hate this fat guy. <laughs> Someone didn't <laughs> believe. Slave driver. Modern day slavery of small little dwarfish people with ears. <laughs> Modern day <laughs> <Pointy> ears. slavery. <laughs> We're free, guys. <laughs> you're, I've been trying, you act like a bounty hunter. I've been trying to find this I've guy. I've been trying to get this guy for a long time for now. For a long time. Oh, my God. Okay. Then New Year's came <laughs> along. So what did you do for New Year's? The Nothing. Cro- the crowd wants to know what was Jeanette up to. No, Jeanette always has these fantastic stories: men, stripper pulls, pulls, <laughs> no. you know, pro- bowls full of prophylactics and oh, all man. sorts of drugs and alcohol. Jeanette, what was your New Year's like? Were you at like a strip joint? Were you at a male strip joint? What was going on, dude? I was not doing any of that. Mm-hmm. That you remember? Home. I was at home. That you remember. That I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I always like that little caveat. Mm. Just, just didn't care. Right. There might, there might be some doubt in my mind. Was I at home? Mm. Did I fall outside? Mm. Did I fall at the, did I fall on the neighbor's place? Well, I don't know. Mm, I got invited by a colleague mm. to go down to Mexico. Oh, yeah. And it's a town that I wanted to go to. Yeah. That's where my mother's from. Yeah. Right. She grew up out there, not in the town, but like in the, the uh, it's called a colonia. Mm-hmm. How would you describe describe a colonia for somebody? Say somebody from was listening and they're from Maine. How would you describe a, col- a colonia? Because like you have a town, mm-hmm. and then next to the town is like like a like like say you're you're we, say like New York City. Mm-hmm. But say we lived in the uh, a colonia of the New York City, it would be like a little place just offset from New York City, dirt roads, like a, a small little, almost like a shanty town, maybe. Oh yeah, like a little, like an old fashioned rancho, maybe. Yeah, like that's kind of a colonia. Like we live near Juarez, Mexico. Juarez, Mexico is a big industrial town, mm-hmm. but the whole valley is filled with houses. But they're. The whole valley is not Juarez. It's called the Juarez Valley. Then there's a city of Juarez. Mm-hmm. But all around the city of Juarez is like, oh, I know. It's like the suburbs. Like the suburbs, kind of like uh, right. Dallas. And you have I all saw of these cities around it. A friend of mine on Facebook says, um, um, quit saying you're from Chicago 
when you live, when you, if you didn't come, like, don't say you're from Chicago if you didn't come from this area in red. And the area in red was actually <clears throat> Chicago. Yeah. And then the rest of the area all around it were all the suburbs that all had, all, you know, all these of little. Of Chicago. Of Chicago. Which, I think that's very common now. I think yeah. that um, cities like that have um, just become so popular, but um, all these little towns around it just kind right. of emerged. Mm. But. Overall, it looks now, like a huge city. Now, when you're in Mexico, I think somebody pulled up. I think when you're in Mexico, mm-hmm. a colonia is like a really run-down suburb. They're usually dirt roads, mm-hmm. water turns off at night. You know what I mean? I think we have a visitor. Oh. I think our, our, th- our third musketeer just joined us. Oh, I think we have All to right. have a game off. Game off. off. <laughs> <laughs> Game on. Game on. Game on. Dang, Game on. We do the Wayne's World thing. Game off. Game, Game on. on. The magic on? The magic man's here. Can you hear yourself? Can you hear me? I can hear. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. It's not really coming through on the headset. You know what? I, I was working on those, and um, I don't know. If, um, I need to get some dividers so I can. I guess I can. I can take off the headset. Yeah. Just, uh, if I'm if I'm clear. But okay. Just make sure you very just, much. For just make sure you speak into the mic. Yeah. Okay. Like I right can't into hear the myself either. You can't either? Uh-uh. You, like you were able before, but not right now? No, I have it this whole time. Oh, really? Before. Yeah, before, Okay. But. I'll, I'll work on that. Um, so, uh, yeah, we have Man Mosas, or uh, the Redneck Mimosa. Redneck. <laughs> uh, yeah. Blue Moon. It's Blue Moon yeah. with orange juice. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. This is like my sunshine shot, you know, like... <laughs> Morning. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like that? Well, I feel blessed. That's, Thank you. That's, Salute, the, everybody. that's the best of our effects right there that we have. <laughs> Those are special that's, that's all the budget we have it's for not, special it's effects. Not even, it's not even digital. Here's the sunset. Here's the sunset. sunset. It's going down. <laughs> it's your imagination, folks. <laughs> if, if you guys Here's are listening the on the iPod, I, um, yeah, uh, the or what? Apple Podcast. Yeah. Dario's doing our special effects with his mimosa. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So this is orange juice and blue moon. So we have our sunshine and our moon all in yeah. one drink almost. Yeah. It's all there. That's like a mango blue moon, too. It's kind of not good. It's kind of good. Mm. Yeah, it is actually. So. Um, I think it needs more beer. Okay. So so when did was, you have. When was your last did, uh, did, podcast? Like a two and a half weeks ago, right, right before I, I tried to get one right after Christmas, but we, it was too tight to kind of get it in. Um, did you have the tequila? You could adjust that if you want. Yeah. Did you? Uh, did you have the tequila for Christmas? I, I, Mark, this that is tequila is not only international, but oh. it's, it's, it's. It crossed state lines. It's amazing, right? I don't, know, I don't right? know if that was legal, but I crossed state lines with that tequila. Convivencia. Isn't it, it amazing? Amazing. Everybody I, I, I shared it with. They right. loved it, huh? Loved it. It was See, really... Mine needs, needs more beer. It was incredible. I Seriously, we, if... I mean, I would seriously think about an import business around that tequila. Right, right. Um, they, um, when are we going to check it out? Oh, that's good. Maybe in a couple months. In a couple okay. months? Yeah. Because okay. I want, I kicked myself. I didn't get a lot of bottles because I was like, ah, oh, the airplane and all that, you know. And then, but because um, I was taking my my carry on up on the plane with me, and I had all the bottles. And the lady's like, you can't take that, right? Unless you check it. And I was like, I should have bought more and checked it in my luggage. In luggage. Oh, so, can, wait, can, you, when you guys go, mm-hmm. I definitely want some. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a cheap flight. It's a cheap flight. Come with us, Jeanette. 
It's yes. a cheap flight. It's easy. I mean, the flight was like will your 107 officer allow you to leave the country. I'm not sure yet. I mean, will I'm your, not sure can yet. you wear your ankle bracelet down that far south? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what they'll say. I so, won't tell them. I won't. Tell I don't want to get detained. We're still it. we're still talking about this this tequila convenience. Oh my gosh, that is yes, delicious. That was very okay. Tequila. So I had the five. I have the five year bottle, and you had the silver. That was the silver. No, I think yours was the reposada. I don't know what it was, but it was in that special was, leather packaging. That, it was amazing. Did you wear I mean, it? Did that, you wear I feel, it like your it was like, Merce? Yes, I wore it around mm-hmm. my sh- around my neck on the ski mountain, mm-hmm. and uh, but you know this the 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 leather. You know how they make those that the the leather mm-hmm. that goes around that tequila yeah. bottle is special made. It comes from an ox testicle, and it's mm-hmm. and it's dried. And tan. I don't know. And, I don't know if I should take you serious or the, did you really? Know this? <laughs> That's why the round bottle fits so well I'm into like, it. Oh my <laughs> god! I'm like <laughs> the ox, and the way he said it, and the way he looks, he's so very convincing. Serious. Very like, convincing. And then he's even doing the hand gesture. <laughs> they, they sell them in doubles, typically. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh like the that's like the other guys. I did my office pop. What? They were so convincing. <laughs> they were so convincing. <laughs> no, that was the best he, tequila ever. The, oh, man. Face was so, you know, he carries a straight face. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes you just have to like, do what you have to do. It was quite delightful, and you could almost smell the, the, the testicles off the leathers. It was very lovely. <laughs> I love the way how it just, around your neck, it rubbed on my chest like that. Makes you feel like a natural woman underneath my ski suit. <laughs> no, it, listen, but it, it. I mean, the, this the trip itself. You know, we lost power. There was a blizzard. Oh my god! We didn't know if we were going to make it. I, you guys got like crazy snow, Minnesota, yeah, right? Yeah. And you were up like really the up north, shore. north, the North Lake Shore, Superior, Lake north Superior. Shore. Like we didn't know we were going to make it. Like yeah. the like it's, it's Dario's crazy. like I'm saving this for me in case I have to go the long. No, home. I was going to use it if I ran out of gas. It's like 97 octane probably. I'd put it in the tank and <laughs> blow your engine. It's like I can't start a fire with it. Scotty, give it all she's got. Dad, God. my toes are blue. No problem. I have this tequila. <laughs> Why didn't you bring it out earlier? I was drinking it. <laughs> I was drinking it. <laughs> I was saving it for an emergency. <laughs> There's not much Victor's left. already frozen. Well, that wasn't an emergency. I feel toasty warm. I was Listen, him. I love you kids, but I said in an emergency. <laughs> oh, that stuff was great. I don't oh. know. You know what? We'll probably find out that it's probably some really, it's not as, it's probably like a mix of something like pineapple juice mm-hmm. and tequila. There's no, no. way. It was- no. It's so they nice. They show you where they make it and everything. They show you oh. where they store it. Oh, he saw he saw it for real. He saw the Like naked. they show you everything right there, like where they make the tequila. That now the way they cook it and they mash it is more um like the old style in the sense that they have like a big stone wheel. Now the stone wheel is mechanized like out, so there's a big pit and there's a stone wheel that rolls in there mashing all the the piña. Yeah. And then on the outside of that, there's a mechanism with tires that drives around it, driving the stone. Whereas in the old days, you'd have like a burro pulling the stone. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you get to um, Jose Cuervo, and they have all the piñas, and they're all sma- they're all splitting them open with the um, with an axe, and then they're just with a pitchfork tossing them into the um, the room where they cook it. Hmm. Oh. The tequila piña. Yeah, the piña. You have to cook it before you do anything, and. Uh, it, even the Jose Cuervo, when it, like, and I, th- I think I said this, like, so Jose Cuervo, 
it's tequila. It's not one of my top anything, right? Right. But uh, I'm all thinking like, oh man, Jose Cuervo from the factory. Nope, tastes just like Jose Cuervo. No, it's still the same, huh? Still the same. Jeez. But then no, you guys, drink that one though. Seriously, that stuff was. Did we? Didn't we try the? Didn't we do that? We didn't do a podcast about it, but didn't we try when we filtered it through the? No, no. oh, that, that was the vodka. That was the vodka. The we filtered it. Mm-hmm. The not through the mm-hmm. filter, uh, but I wouldn't want to waste it with no, this tequila. No. I don't mm-hmm. know how it would come out, but guys, I don't. I think that we'll if you know if we looked it up, it would. Is there any export of it anywhere else, or is it only in country sales? I mean, can I can I go to like a specialty store and order it, buy it, mm. have it delivered? They said there's a number of boutique tequilas, so being like like Convenencia, the boutique tequila, that they only spell to um, select places, mm. like say say like the Trump Tower, like a select place. You know what I mean? High end, right. And that's all they sell to you. You won't find it in Costco, Sam's, your liquor store. You know how you go you to Costco keep, and you can you get that beautiful You have to keep going blue. to Mexico. That's how they get you. You have that's to keep it. going back to Tequila, Mexico. I would go. Mm. But you know what I did get coming back from Mexico this mm. past week? I got a... Uh, um, herpes? Mes- <laughs> 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 uh, no. No, I left them with the herpes. Oh, you left <laughs> 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 no, I am. Uh, really I, um, I bought a, a mezcal on the on the way back. Okay, <laughs> I have to tell you about that in a minute. So I bought two bottles of mezcal. I, I should have brought them out. Okay. One of them has a scorpion like this big in it. Ooh, wow. yeah. Now, well, I it looks bigger underwater. That's what she said. Twenty <laughs> percent. <laughs> That's what I go for every my, time. My, my, our date is going to be in the pool. So <laughs> here are your goggles. That's why. That's why, as a guy, you always ask a girl to go skinny dipping. That's right. And not go like, um, what do you call that when you go running around nude? Nude. Streaking. Streaking. You don't invite a girl streaking because it looks bigger underwater. Mm-hmm. Skinny dipping. You know, I was telling a buddy of mine about mm-hmm. the, that. He's, it was. Uh, go ahead with your story, but just just the. And aside, maybe remind remind no, me that what, what, people would ask me about scuba diving, mm-hmm. and they and I say, "Well, is it cold?" And it depends. If you're female, no, it's not cold at all. You can jump in with your swimsuit and tank top. <laughs> Meanwhile, everybody shows up in like a seven millimeter wetsuit. <laughs> <laughs> oh did you see the did you see that eel oh it is cold <laughs> it, is cold. it is chilly <laughs> the weather vane has but, spoken mm, the other mezcal has a worm in it oh classic mezcal wow. so worm and, and a scorpion, scorpion and i a worm. think i understand it that mezcal is same is made from the blue gull also mm-hmm. but it's not from tequila mexico Oh, it's, so generally it's tequila flavor, yeah. but it's it's like saying generally, cava versus champagne. Right. Like white sparkling wine. I have white sparkling wine from here, from Prosecco. New Mexico. Prosecco, yeah. But it's not from Champagne, France. Right. Mm-hmm. So the herradura, or the, at least not herradura, but the, the this this delicious convivencia that you, convivencia, mm-hmm. that you brought, What's the difference between silver and the five year? The aging, age. So aging. five years, one year. No, for, well, two the, years. The, 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 the it goes is, from like one to like 
one to like three years or something like that. And like the reposado aged like up to three years. I think, Could you tell I the, think difference? the difference? Oh yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Well, remember the well, you remember the bottle I brought, right? Yeah, the black bottle. Yeah, that was you could five. tell the difference. That was the five year. Was that like añejo? No, no. And it goes was silver it like añejo silver reposado. reposado. So añejo is like the two year reposado is okay. right around the three year. And generally, you don't ever find a five year tequila unless Man, it's a specialty, right? If it, I don't care what year mine was, but oh, I brought it. I shared it with everybody, mm-hmm. and that you know, everybody. The, the initial reaction is, no, no, I can't. I don't. I like. I you had a bad like experience. Tequila. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to know what happened my but it senior year. Taste like it. Right, it's just right. It's very flavorful. Oh, once they taste it, it's it's like, are you? What did you mix it with? Like, did you have a dropper of like? I don't know. And so that's what they like on the tour, that's what they were saying. Sure. They were like they were like, okay, so it's tequila. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> they say with a tequila you want to take a deep breath, take a drink, swish the tequila around, drink it and exhale. And they say it shouldn't burn. That, that that's how they're that's what they're telling us to do. It's like they're never, take a deep breath, drink it, swish it around, and then when you drink, when you swallow it, exhale. Wow. And 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 when you drink it, you could tell you didn't have that burning sensation, right? Right. Not no, like with bag tequila where you're like all gaggy, you're like No. Uh, right. Like ninety proof, you know, right. Swish it, hair swish off your it in your mouth. So it's like mouthwashing your Yes. You're like mouthwashing with tequila every drink? Yes. Yes, I am. I've been drinking it all wrong Ooh. this whole time. You know what? This like, whole time. Well, it's like mouthwash, Jeanette. Like mouthwash. Come on, Jeez. Jeanette. I didn't know. That's how. <laughs> you know, when you're preparing for bedtime. You asked Jeanette, Jeanette. To, you asked Jeanette to swish around a little man protein in her mouth, after, and she's all about it. After, but after you put those little <laughs> those little foam pads between your toes, after you do your little, uh, little bedtime pe- routine, and <laughs> my you put good on lord, your, Jeanette, your 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 wool robe. On top of your flannel nightgown. Oh, wow. Midori smells nice. I've never had this. And then you go and you brush your teeth. And, and then you, you, you put definitely your sleeping swish cap on. Before you go to bed, swish your mouth with tequila, just just so everyone understands. <laughs> right. Just in case you get woken up in the middle of the night. Ooh. Right? You that know, tequila. I didn't know that should have been a part of my beauty routine this whole time. But You're I'm going to make that happen. You know, me, that's why happen. that's why me and Dario are here. We are looking out for you. We make sure this happens. Um, speaking of um, making things happen, Mark and I were having an earlier conversation about giving friends bad advice. Oh my god! Making okay, it bad advice, but like so good advice that's people, bad. Good advice that's bad. It just depends on who. So <laughs> who we were saying, as a like man, purpose, as or? a man. You need to be prepared for your female visitor. If I you're gonna have a visitor, him bad yes. advice, but it's so, good advice. So Janet's like, you know, you know, keep some tampons there. Keep like a something, you know, wipe the face. Maybe you know, whatever, like st- feminine hygiene products, whatever keep you need, right? Pro- yeah, products. In and your so, no, if you're a Mark, sing- that's bad advice. I know, I know it is. No. But she's saying, she's saying, as you're as you're trying to collect it, rather than spending all the money every time you every night when you have a girl stay here, ask her to leave something and just add it to your basket for the next day's visitor. <laughs> no. And so. I mean, so, it's it seems it seems like it well now now everyone knows but it's okay. No, she'll, it's, good she'll be, ad, it's good advice. You know, if you know if she's anything like any little bit of intelligence, she'll say, "Who was here before me?" So no, 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 no. Here's you're the thing, and then you'll leave. say, "No, no, I just left that in case you need it." Come on, 
That's like and finding so, like panties inside of your glove compartment in your or, car. So here's, or, here's my there's thing. the present I got you. Or, Whose are they? Uh-huh. But not everyone's like that. It just depends on how old this person is. Right. Now, if you get a younger girl, she's gonna be like, "You're so thoughtful." And then so what's gonna happen? You're gonna tell you're gonna tell the girl. <laughs> you're gonna tell tonight's girl. You know, like he you're like, really why don't you leave this. some of your female products here before you leave? So it's here, and so she's gonna be like. He likes me. Oh, he likes me. So he's going to invite me back. And then you never call her back and she's going to be like broken because she's going to be like, she's like, and he had me leave some stuff there. And and I thought he liked me and he never called me back. And while all the while, our imaginary Dario here that's doing this, he's inviting the next, he's inviting the next woman over. And the next woman's like, uh, how thoughtful he has stuff here for me. And all and, different and he, sizes. All different sizes and brands. Like, oh, he yeah. Really I mean, wow, he really went out of his And you could totally play it off. You could totally be like, yeah, I didn't know which one to get you. So I got I run an Airbnb on the weekend. <laughs> my guests leave these behind. Can you have so good, on, bad when advice. I, when I leave the country on my travels to import <laughs> tequila. It just depends on I rent out that room. And Ooh. so the signal the signal that you're sending is uh, is that, oh, you know, I'm very thoughtful and uh, um, yeah, I'm, very, I'm a very thoughtful man, and I have all this stuff ready for you, you know. So whenever you come and visit, okay. so you make a connection. But I purposely, I purposely give. We're talking about giving advice. I'm like, I'm not a person who gives great so advice. Here's the mermaid mimosa. Oh, I'm that gonna is try beautiful this one colors. And have one of those. I love the colors. It layered a little bit better this time because you can see the green more on the bottom. He hasn't had one. Well, he doesn't even know. Okay, so when I lived in Japan, we'd mm-hmm. go to this uh, bar, and it w- that drink was called the Blue Hawaiian. The one I'm making right now. The, whatever you're drinking right now. That, I mean, when we ordered... It, it has it, champagne it, in it and everything. It would have Midori, uh-huh. and must have had some blue stuff in it, but it was called the I Blue have, Hawaiian. I'm like rushing through it so I could have one of those. <laughs> it, it, I need to I get mean, more it ice. It's amazing. I need to get more ice. I was telling Jeanette, you have to have like the crunchy ice. Oh, yeah. Something about drinking with crunchy ice is just delightful. We had to get so Sonic ice. that to get your Sonic your refrigerator does that. No, I buy bags of it from oh, the bags Sonic. The <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Sonic. It's called crushed ice, right? Sonic it's, does the work. I don't know what setting it's on your refrigerator. <laughs> it's amazing, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so, so New Year's Eve. How was everybody's New Year's Eve? And it was good. Firecrackers. Well, and fireworks stuff. and so what? I was just actually we were actually just starting that. Okay. Um, Jeanette, you said you don't, she passed out. She woke I up did. with like 10 men. She didn't remember anything from the night before. Oh and then I woke God. up. She got dream. roofied. She got roofied. Got or roofied. She was handing roofies out. She took one too many herself. I'm pretty sure that was a dream you had, but. Oh, no, that was Halloween. Bed. I was in <laughs> bed <laughs> by 10. <laughs> That's a funny candy. Check on the neighbor. <laughs> Check on the neighbor kids. <laughs> um, but I didn't do anything. Don't you know, take from this I, I'm not a. I'm not a New Year's person. I, Are you really? I'm not. You don't stay up late enough to watch to see it, or you just um, don't like going. You don't out go like there. a Chippendale kind well, of I'm thing. Marath- I'm a marathon to show, and I think I definitely got bored and went to bed. Interesting. Yeah, I fell asleep. I'm just. I'm not one of those people who feels like. Has to I mean, I got invited at the last minute to go to El Paso to party it up. Good, but right before that happened, you know, one of my work colleagues um, invited me to go down to Mexico, and I said. Okay. Okay. Did you drive or fly? Yeah, we went to Casa Grandes. 
yeah, level. You, oh, that's right. You went like far. Yeah. Well, so as I haven't been there like twenty years since I've been a kid. I like it how Mark at when he sends tell us where he is. He sends his geolocation stamp just in case though i, I mean so last known safety. last known place so we can send i'll share my, I'll share my air tag with you because okay so a buddy of mine when i and i googled to see where you were uh-huh. and, it, and it expanded this, this spot and there's casas there but i didn't is it a casa grande or what's the deal with it so it's called nuevo casa grande there's a there's a is there a valley in between there's like two big Cities, right? Right, right. One is called Casa Grandes. It's old yes. Casa Grandes. Yeah. Oh. And then you have Nuevo Casa Grandes. And there's, they're not like right up against each other. They are right next to against each other. But there's like land like, in between. Yeah, like a river maybe. Oh, that must be why then. Like but, river. Yeah. So my the mother's from cities. the other side of old Casa Grandes in oh. a colonia. Okay. And we're trying to describe a colonia. It'd be mm-hmm. like a suburb, except colonias in Mexico they're really like dirt roadish, right? Like the really, rural. it's a shanty. rural, very rural shanty towns. Yeah, but a higher level maybe than mm-hmm. well, some of them yeah. are really run down. They're unincorporated, right? Expansions of the existing city. right. Like in Juarez, Mexico, when you see mm-hmm. colonias there, you're talking about houses made out of pallets. Yeah, like they're really bad around the maquiladoras. Oh, they're know, bad. They use the refrigerator boxes and stuff. We were going through a road through Juarez to get to the the port of entry through Santa Teresa. Yeah. And we drove through the mountain. They built this um road called the Camino Real that goes through the mountain right there in Juarez. And talk about just a rough looking area. Yeah. And you're seeing these people and it's cold. Like that was a cold weekend. Yeah. And you're like these poor people. Like it's just And then it rains. Right. I think sometimes so, tends hey, you to know, be nicer than that. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, yeah. You see, you, you think about like some of the people, some of the people that have it rough here, mm. but then you see it over there. And uh, my colleague says, I want to buy a wood stove. They're only like 200 bucks there. It would just be great to have a big wood stove in my, in my kitchen. And her husband's like, right. Where are we putting this at again? But, mm. <laughs> but like, you can't even buy a wood stove here if you're if out of necessity for your own house, right? Like here in the United States. If you did, first of all, it's going to cost a grand. Like think yeah. about like an old-fashioned wood stove. It's going to cost a grand. And then to have it installed because, I mean, f- probably fire code, license. I mean, who knows, right? right? Unless you just punched a hole in the wall for the ventilation and did it yourself. Right. But every house down there, like a lot of houses in Mexico, mm. a lot of houses in Mexico still has wood stoves. Yeah. Not not because there's not affordable heaters, because there are. Because everybody in Mexico, everywhere I've been, <clears throat> well, they don't have it. They reliable have reliable electricity. They have mini splits. Everywhere I go, there's mini splits. Have you, you know what a mini split is? Like the one I have in my garage. Yes, and there's mini splits that are ACs or some that Heater, are heaters, yeah. and then they're combo units. Yeah, and so everywhere you go, there's all these mini splits. So I don't have to turn on the heater for the whole house. I can just turn on the heater for right the here. room that's being occupied. Right. So you see that. And then um, one thing I noticed a lot in Mexico is no water heaters. They have just the little the heat the water heating unit like for the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. And like um, and some of them are connected to propane tanks. It really is. It's efficient out of necessity, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like our efficiency here, we have it's ours is efficient because we're forced to because we need to become energy efficient. Whereas we had abundance, so we had a big old water heater that was cranking out BTUs of heat being wasted. Right. But now they're, now they're super energy efficient because we have to make them that way. But Roz in a country like say Mexico, it has to be energy. It had to be efficient because you were living off propane. 
Right. You know, so you couldn't waste the gas. Right. So the, the heat electric heater would turn on the moment the water ran through it, it would right. turn on. Right. So it's really it's really kind of interesting. And then everybody has their wood stove and they're cooking on their wood stove. And they and they and some people still have a modern stove and oven unit. But in the kitchen, you still have the old wood stove. And they have a little drawer, you throw the wood in, and it heats the whole freaking house like really hot. Yeah. How does it where oh, anyway? So okay. Yeah. I got my yeah. Mm. But so so you had New Year's Eve there. Yeah, so we, we we drove down there and it was in how many uh, hours? Two to two and a half times. To get to Casa Grande. Yeah. I was oh, surprised because I remember I remember as a kid, it took forever to get there. And I was telling my mom, like, so I, I have this rule of thumb. I never tell my mother where I'm going because she freaks out. Until you get back. You and then her? so when I got back, I stopped by the tortilla shop and I bought her a hat that said Indio because there's a beer, a brand of beer called Indio, yes. like the tortilla shop. Yes. And then um, I came with a, a big bag of um, asadero cheese and a big bag of uh, Minonita cheese, okay. Mennonite cheese. Yeah. And um, and I said, hey, mom, I got you some cheese and a hat. And she goes, oh, you got some asadero Minonita. I was like, yeah. She goes, where'd you get it? I go, I got it from the Puerto de Janos. <laughs> Where, what are you doing in Puerto de Janos? Because it's like the the little the little town between Janos and Cascarandes. She goes, you went to um, Janos? And I go, no, I went to Cascarandes. And she goes, what? And she goes, you know, your cousins live there. I go, yeah, I went and stopped by and saw them. And here's the pictures. Oh, you did. And here's yeah. the pictures. Yeah. And so <laughs> she got totally excited about it. And she's, I mean, she was totally excited about it. And, I, and when, nice. I've, when I've told her beforehand about going, she's never excited about it. Get back. She's just totally tickled. Yes. Pictures and everything. Should go with you next time, maybe. That's that would be a nice plan for her to go back because yeah. you know she always talked about how dirty it was, how dangerous. Nothing. It was beautiful town. Yeah. You know when you go to the pink store across the border, uh-huh. Deming, and you go to the pink store, they do tours that go down to Casa Grande's from there. It's only two hours from there. Yeah. So, so yeah. So then we um we um. So we go to, uh, uh, it's called uh, Colonia Hidalgo, which is like five minutes away from the town. And so the, the family, they have like a, a rancho there. Um, goats, lamb, they have goat, nice. um, geese, turkeys. Um, they When we got there, they already had a pig. So they already had a pig. They already went and bought oh, a pig. So we could do- that oh, they, I saw the picture. Had- yeah. yeah. So so we had, uh, what do you call that? Um, what is that? Why do they? What do they call that when you do the pig roast? Um, they bury it in the coals. No, sure. they didn't bury it in the coal, but it was a matanza, like a matanza. Yeah. All right, you're gonna and have so, to do this one for me. Oh, it's got too much water. Do you wanna? Um, you wanna go get more ice real fast? Yeah. Just go fill your cup up with ice. This one. Or both of them doesn't matter. All right, you're gonna yeah. want. He's gonna want a mermaid. He's going on mermaid. You I'll want just a mermaid? Mix it into this one. Yeah, just get just get, get the big one with ice. All right, get I'll the big. Right. Or here, take the big yeah. cup. Yeah, and so, so. So they already had the pig, yeah, and it was it was a beautiful ranch, wonderful. And the and the valley there, the valley there looks just like this valley. I they've got pecan trees, they've got all sorts of stuff. It looks I I could have I like outside of our town here. Yeah, you could have woken up from a drunken stupor thinking that you were I was here. Home. Yeah, it was exactly like that. Wow. Like I I was totally shocked because now the first time going back to the old town as an adult, right. Mm. And everybody was just wonderful. They That's good. and then that little colonia, they rented out like a salon, like a dance hall, like a little yeah, dance hall. The they had like a little band. Everybody was eating pasole. So dancing. your coworkers from there? Yeah, or her family okay. is. Okay. Mm. Mm. Nice. I'm digging this mermaid thing. <laughs> yeah, but, um, that's good. But so so yeah, so they pull the they pull the pig out, and uh, 
Um, a guy comes up to the pig with a knife, stabs it in the heart. Wow. And within minutes, it's gone. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They um then what took the longest was they boi- was boiling the water. They had this big old that thing that they were, had a flame underneath to boil the water to for the hair. They they boil the water to pour it on the pig so that it would boil the so, hair off. So the air, they could pull the hair off. And they had like a big long knife and they just ran it down the body of the pig and the hair just came right out. After they poured the, the hot water. The hot water on it. Wow, yeah. The scalding water just mm-hmm. burned the hair. And they took they Took maybe like ten minutes, if that, and they had that 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 pig was completely Jeez. the hair was completely skinned. gone, from not skinned, but just the the process oh, of hair. removing yeah. the hair. Yeah, and so then they they start uh, the butcher the pig, and me of course I'm like oh cool I want to get in on this. Yeah, Kathy could speak. I swear to God. So she would tell me off. What's that? She, she doesn't like being outside. My dog, yeah, she wants to be in here. here, but she'd be she'd be a pain. The old dog would just sit there, lay there, but the new yeah. dog, she's like, this looks like fun. So, so yeah, so it took about five ten minutes to take all the hair off the pig, and then they just start skinning it and everything, and I'm helping and the them kids out. Kids are running around. Kids and- are running around. So that night, that night was uh, was New Year's. So they get they got the skin, they got they quartered it and everything, they hung it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, um, then we went and we had the, our new year's party. Yeah. And like w- when we get to the dance hall, suddenly it goes pitch dark, all the power in the whole little oh. town, everything just goes off for a split second. It gets pitch dark and I just start laughing. Then it comes back on. I'm like, that's Mexico. <laughs> that's Mexico. And so, um, um, so yeah. So then, uh, um, yeah, everybody danced, they played music all night and, it was interesting because, like, the old men all come and they all watch while you're butchering the pig and everything. And the old men, um, you know, they, they're just talking. And they're just telling you, like, how – they're telling you, like, uh, um, about Mexico and how it was there, like, what the things they grow. And they're like, you know, we we don't have a lot of anything, but you never go without here. Yeah. I've, I had somebody else tell me that once. That when you're there in Mexico, you go, you don't have a lot of stuff if you're from like the ranches and all that, but you don't go without. And right. so the next day when we wake up, they got that big same vat. They fill it up with um, um, like lard and they start boiling it and we start making chicharrones. Yeah. Out of the pig skin. Just start cutting up the, ch- the skin and make chicharrones. Really good. Right. It was really cool. And then uh, – um, um, but did they have tequila convivencia? I was gonna no. say no. Yeah, there was, but, the but there was there was there was, was I there was ice chest full of tecate everywhere. I bet. Oh. Yeah, ice cold tecate. There's something about drinking Mexican beer in Mexico. I'm sorry, do you want me to move this over there? Yeah, I think we can share. There's okay. there's something about <laughs> drinking Mexican beer in Mexico that just tastes better. Yeah, because like when I'm here, beers always taste better over there. Like when I'm here drinking tecate, it's like. Ugh. I'm down there and I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, we're we're skinning the pit. I'm drinking my tech. I'm drinking my tecate. I'm like, Modelo. man, Online. this hits the spot. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what it is, but this is tasting good. I really Coca-Cola. like Mexican beer. Mexican beer's good. And uh, um, then they they then then we start making carnitas, and then like the old ladies get mad because they didn't like the way you prepared the oil, and and so they had this big old they had this big old pot. They put up all the chopped meat. It's an excuse. So yeah. if you don't like it, it's your fault. <laughs> right. 
So, <laughs> no, no, she got mad. She got, got mad. mad. She got mad. She didn't like the way that they prepared it. And uh, um, how do you miss, how do, can you, what are the different ways to heat up oil? Yeah, well, I mean, it's Mexico. Okay. And she was like an old lady. And so when they had, they had this big old you pot. turn on the flame. Matter of fact, it was, like it was the same lady. pot that they boiled the hot water in. The next day they put, they're okay. using the McChicharrones and carditas. Okay. And so then, um, so they're doing that. And so I didn't know this. So they're like, oh, we got to make the carnitas taste good. And so what they do is they get canned milk, that evaporated milk. Yeah, yeah. And they pour canned milk straight into the oil with the carnitas. And they yeah. stir it in. Not like a lot, but they put it in there. I'm like, wow. I'm like milk Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's oil? interesting. And then they get, um, they get about, um, you know, three, four un- um, um, oranges. oranges. And they quarter them, throw them in there with the carnitas. And I and I asked wow. him. I go, "What's that for?" He goes, "Sale muy bien sabor." Mm. Oh wow! It's like adding orange to your beer. It to your blue. I mean, I I would be curious enough to make ganitas one way, yeah. and then make it that way, and just compare the two and see, and just see the difference how it tastes. No issues coming back. So yeah, that's a whole different story. I know. I wanted to follow up with the what happened. So, so the green on mine stayed on the bottom because I put that in first, then the ice. Oh. So it, it layered mine more. Like a red, white, and blue. Yeah. Oh, so like an Italian flag. Dude, I'm like I'm just doing it up with these uh these little mermaid things. Like who would have thought I could make such a good girly be drink? Doing that in Florida on the beach. Like holy smokes, I could make a Dang, yeah, dude. I, I could to. make I could make girly drinks. And let's not make any ma- let's not make any jokes about my masculinity, but like oh. a mermaid mimosa. It almost tastes like sweetened condensed milk on the top, like leche evaporada with a little bit of a uh, mm, sweet. It's good, right? Very nice. It's very tropical. Let's hand, get tropical. Hand me that green uh, the Midori, please, for a second. So okay, so we're coming back on the border. You're on right. the border now. And her family, there's a, she has family members that live here. Yeah. So they turn into um, Palomas and they cross through Deming. And they get here really fast. They get here super fast. There's like a there's like a twenty there's like a twenty minute wait at the 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 the, the, the checkpoint there um, from Columbus. That's it to get across, and they go they drive across. Well, whereas my colleague, um, her husband has to drop off his son because he lives in Juarez, and that's forever to get across. So we get to Juarez, we drop him off in the back end of Juarez. He takes an Uber to home. Then we come back up. We go through the mountains. I'm end up, up falling off my chair. Sorry. That, that, um, I don't know what happened. That um, <laughs> um, what I, was, I was telling you that that new road they built through the mountains. Do you know okay. what you want mountains? I'm talking about. If you're in El Paso, if you're in El Paso and you face Juarez, there's a mountain range. Okay. And it, and there's even this thing written on the mountain in white that says, "Read the Bible." Yeah. Le, le, la yeah. 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 The road goes right below that. Okay. And and that was a rough neighborhood. Like I said, I was the neighborhood. I was like, wow. People like live rough here, like yeah. I, I almost think people like in the colonia of Juarez is probably worse than some of the places I saw in Colombia. Wow. So, anyways, we get to the we get to we intersect the checkpoint for um, Santa Teresa crossing to um, the United States, and there's like a six mile line because it's only a two lane road highway that goes to the checkpoint. Then the checkpoint has two; it splits off the two lanes. And then it splits into three lanes, right? So what happens, you have to get to the end of the line, like six miles down. Yeah. So we get to the very end of the line, and we're just chilling. The husband's all driving, and I'm just chilling in the passenger seat. And then you slowly but surely, you start seeing people pass you on the shoulder on the other side. You know, semis driving on the shoulder on the other side of the road to get 
up to the head of the line. Passing you. Yeah. And I'm like, and we're sitting there like three hours goes by. I'm like, oh my God. And I'm That's like, what the hell? Time. And I'm telling you, we should go. We should go. And he's like, no, no, we'll get in trouble. And we'll have to go back even further now because the line's gotten longer. And I'm like, oh, this is bull. You know what I mean? Right. Mm. It's like longer so, than your trip, just waiting in line. Yeah. Yes. And so at this point, the people that the other family members, they had, they, they left like maybe half an hour, 45 minutes after we did, they're already home because they went the other way. <gasps> so, the, the husband, he has to get out of the truck, go to use the restroom in the desert, because right there. So I get in the driver's seat, and I'm driving, and he falls asleep. And I tell his wife, you know, I, I go, this is bullshit. I'm, I'm pulling out. I go, I'm, I'm going to start cutting people. She's like, no, 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 you don't. And he wakes up, and he decides he's going to walk, just kind of walk and see, like, what he can see. And it, while he's out of the truck, I'm like, you know what, Sonia? This is crap. I'm going. We're doing this. <laughs> and she's like, Okay. And so I pull out. She goes, what about my husband? I go, just yell for him and tell him to come running. So I start speeding down the road because like it's only a two-lane road. He's a, and whenever he's whenever a, there's oncoming the traffic, door, you have to swerve off onto the shoulder. Oh, my God. And so I'm driving against the traffic. And then they have the windows down. And they're all yelling his name. And he comes running. And I slow down. And he hops in. <laughs> and he's like, Mark, no. I'm like, no, no, we'll be fine. So I go, I get almost to the head of the line and I'm like, I'm going to cut in here now. And there was like a little bit of a gap, but a lady in the SUV, she's like, she starts yelling at me. And I'm like, that son of a, and like, all right, fine, screw you. So I was like, I'm going to go as far ahead as I can. And there's like a line of cars on this side. So here's the main road going in. Right. And then here's the road that goes into Mexico. Right. And then here's the shoulder. There's already a line on the shoulder for yes. me. So I'm like, all right, well, wait, let's see what they tell us. And uh, um, so then, you know, a soldier comes out, National Guard, and he's like, he's like, what are you guys doing? He's like, well, we're waiting to cross. He goes, uh, do you have your, uh, your, your permisos, your visas? And we're like, no, we don't. And he's like, okay, make a line right here. <laughs> and the rest of the line naturally formed off the initial split because when you go into the port and this is a small crossing not like the big crossings in Juarez okay yeah this this is a small How crossing far away from the Juarez crossing is that yes like going through Juarez and all that's like an hour an hour and a half we probably would have gotten through faster because uh, like you go through those more, crossings there's, there's like there's 10 more. lanes 10 lanes yeah, yeah. And you got to deal with the clowns been. that are coming up to the car yeah. they're, they're there too they're there too which is why I bought that mezcal so anyway, so uh, so so this line naturally formed off the tail of the people that have to turn in their visas, and this line here on the shoulder, they're turning into the main line, just going straight through the the checkpoint. <gasps> so oh. so we just we cross we pass everybody that passed us. We get up ahead, yeah. and then once you get ahead, it breaks off into three three Rose. crossings. So we were able to cross faster. We crossed like in 45 minutes. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Had you stayed where you were, how many hours longer? Mm. Who knows? But that that checkpoint, that, that that point of entry, they close at 10 o'clock. Oh, God. And if you're not... So like once I got ahead further enough, we, got, we, we were actually inside. So if they would have closed the gate... We were good. You're good, yeah. So my, by that point, that line had to be like 10 miles long. So all those people that were waiting, they would close it. They would have to go to Juarez because in Juarez, that's where it is. And that's – so you'd have spend another hour, an hour and a half getting through Juarez because of traffic. So, so Victor, Victor's flying to, Can- to, to Cancun Monday. Oh, nice. He's, he's, he's going to 
go walk across. Like so I do. He's, oh, yeah. Okay. He's going to, I'm going to drop him off at the border. Uh huh. He's going to walk across mm-hmm. Uber to the Okay. So two things. Airport. <clears throat> two things for him. Don't Uber. <laughs> it costs the same price as Uber's taxi. Okay. <laughs> so you're going across to the Zaragoza Bridge. I go, right? Yes. He needs 50 cents because they charge 50 cents to go across that way. Two quarters. Yeah. So keep that in mind. So Coins. he has it. So it's, yeah. you know. Instead of a dollar. So as soon as you cross, you'll see the line of taxis. So you want to get a car that says taxi and not somebody saying, I'm a taxi. Mm-hmm. So there's usually like a line of two or three Wait taxis. Wait a minute. What's the difference? So you have people <laughs> in cars that say like, hey, do you need a taxi? One's Come a, with me. One's an official person and the other person is a kidnapper. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, like seriously. So the, so so the cars that actually say taxi on it. Yeah. They're okay. like usually white cars. Okay. And so and 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 you, if you tell them like, "Hey, um, we we take about on 500 pesos or $20 and they'll do it for 20 bucks to get you there." Sure. So you get there. So when you come back, and this is the, this is super important cuz it kind of makes your life miserable if you don't. So first of all, Uber works down there. So for him, and you might want to tell this, so at the airports in Juarez, um, most of the airports don't let Uber in at all. Correct. So and Juarez, you have to, you can order your Uber in the airport, but you have to walk all the way outside of the airport and they'll pick you up outside. Right. Which is how I do it. Okay. And then they'll take you to the bridge and then you're going to walk across the bridge, except on the Juarez side, there's a turnstile. You need eight pesos. Exactly. Because depending, if you come late at night, there's like a window. They'll, they'll, during the day, they'll give you change if you have like a 10 peso piece. But if you don't, you have to put the exact change into the turnstile. Oh. You need eight pesos. It used to be seven, but they just changed it to eight. So individual coins. I have some. If I want, I'll give it to you. So to you can be like, the- you can put it like in a little Ziploc and say like, save oh, it. He'll have some by the time he comes back. Yeah, oh. that's true. That's true. Like I have a special place in my bag now where I put all the change into. I put all the change into, so that way it's just there for the return, just for the return. Because what happened one night was I got to the turnstile, and it's like late at night, so the window's closed. I can't get change. So I get to the turnstile, and I have a 10 peso piece. Oh, cool. I have a 10 peso piece. Machine won't take it. Oh, oh man. And the guy there says, you need you need the um, exact change. So I start asking everybody, can somebody break a um, break a 10 peso? Tienes uno pesos? You know, you have seven. I'll give you the 10. And finally, um, everybody's like, no, 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 no. And I'm asking in Spanish. And mind you, my Spanish sounds like I'm an American. So um, finally, the guy, he says, oh, it's gringo. I go, hey, um, what's up, man? <laughs> I was like, see, he's like, necesita cambio. I go, yeah. And he goes, and you could tell I'm American. So he starts talking English. That man down there selling candy, he can give you change. I go, the man at the bottom of the bridge, he goes, yeah, go talk to him. He'll You can get change from him. So I go, Thank you. I really appreciate it. As soon as I start talking English, somebody in line turned around and said, oh, you need seven pesos to get across. I go, yeah, here, I got, I'll give you my 10. And when I was asking her in Spanish. Nobody listened to you. Nobody listened to me. Fuckers. Interesting. Mind you, my Spanish is not like I'm from Mexico at all. Yeah. So if you hear me speaking Spanish, you're like, you know I'm from the United States. Right. But they weren't willing to help you until you they knew that you were. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, wow. That's really messed up. So a couple of key, <laughs> really couple of key points for me that I do. Um, well, hey, so when I go across the bridge, I always make sure I have 50 cents. If, even if you take a dollar, the window's open, they'll give you change to get to Mexico. On the way back, I always make sure I have change, seven yes. pesos. Yes. Super important. Small detail. Super, probably like the biggest 
important thing yeah. on the last leg of your trip. Yeah. And so then um, you walk across, you have to make sure you just have your passport ready. Now, when I'm in Mexico, um, I always keep about a grand of cash on me. You know, I can go and exchange it a anywhere. Grand? I always keep about a grand. Sometimes more. Like, remember when in the old days when my license was suspended and yeah. I had like multiple tickets from multiple counties and I didn't know what to do because I was like, if they arrest, if I go pay it here, they'll arrest me and I'll have to wait till I drive to the next county. So I always kept a lot of money on me to pay my own bail. Okay. So I still do that though because it's a good thing to do. Okay. Middle of nowhere, got cash. Okay. Don't spend it. Right. So I always keep about a grand on me. And when I go on a trip, I might change over like 100 or $200 into pesos because, you know, there's a good amount. In $100 bills or in 20s or 50s? Everything. Or I've got everything in there. You know. You're very you're very prepared. Yeah. So yeah. Um, what I did. Yeah, you so, can't rely on anything else. So what I did, when I went to Columbia, I bought a wallet that goes underneath your shirt. Yeah. Kind of used it mainly for like my passport to money. Sure. I see a lot of people with those and they wear it over their shoulder, over their shirt. And, and I'm outside? like, yeah. And I'm like, that kind of defeats the point. Yeah. It's but, snip, snip. So I, I don't use it yeah. anymore though. So what I do. Didn't I give you one? I do. I, I think I gave that back to you, didn't I? I thought I did. Because I, because I, mine came in. Okay, good. So, and it, and it fits snug, but okay. it's kind of a pain in the butt because you always have to pull your shirt up and. Well, so, yeah, you don't want to. Right. So what I started doing, hold on. Let me just let me get this. So what I, so what I what I started doing, is um, I, I have all this money on me, so I keep a. You have to keep your wallet in your front pocket. Yes, and pockets. that was a big thing in in Columbus or Columbia. Okay. Mm-hmm. To keep your wallet in your front pocket, so people don't be pit pocketing. Right. So yeah. I keep my passport in one wallet. Or one pocket. Yeah. I keep my wallet in another pocket. Yeah. And then I keep a portion of my money in one pocket. Yeah. I keep that other portion in the other pocket. Yep. And I usually have a little bit of money somewhere else too. Exactly. I don't yeah. want to ask. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> I know, plastic, right? In the plastic, in the condom. Sometimes, sometimes I'll put like, a, sometimes butt. I put like a hundred in my sock. Oh, I thought you were going to But I nose. always do stuff like that. Yeah. And then my cell phone, and my cell phone is the most important because it has my ID and my credit card. Oh, yeah. And I and I always have one credit card I use when I'm over the bro- the bridge. And I, yeah. It only has like a thousand dollar minimum limit on it. So okay. it doesn't go. But crazy. with a thousand dollars, you can do a lot, lot in Mexico. Sure. And and Colombia, thousand dollars, I can live out there for like three months easy. Exactly. But that way, if something happened to that credit card, and the number got stolen, it's not a big impact. Thousand dollars. Right. $1, right. So it, it's it's you not know a debit card. That right. Close your account. Yeah. Exactly. So so those are the those are the little things. That I do, and then um, I always wear my backpack shoulder straps this way because it's comfortable. And in Colombia, they're like, "Don't do that. Wear it on your front, yeah, or at least sling it over your shoulder, but never wear it on your back because people will cut it underneath." You know, Victor, we always talk about this for other countries, but I mean, stuff happens here too. So, Victor yeah. thinks uh, somebody slipped something into his drink. He was in Vegas for New Year's Eve. Hmm. Remember, I remember I told Rufus, you about my Mech- when I was Rufus. in El Paso. Yeah. Remember I told you I was El Paso and I was drinking tequila really that sick. night? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got really and I got sick. mega sick and I only had like two glasses of tequila. That's what happened to Victor. And, oh, then, like, and like, his buddies were saying that the girl kept on coming around the bar think trying to check up on him type thing see to see. And she had like accomplices. Maybe. Maybe. It's very well possible. It happened. Yeah, like, in the hotel like bar. you know what? I haven't gotten sick off tequila 10, 15 years. And I drink a lot of tequila and scotch now, but like I say, one night I went out, I had like two glasses. I was wrecked. The next morning, 
We went to breakfast. I couldn't stop throwing up for the first half of the day. Wow. Like that, my friend kept on saying something happened when we were at that club. Yeah. He's like, I've never seen you like that. Yeah. So same thing with him. Yeah. Well, you know, he's going to go, he's leaving Monday. He's going to have a good time. They're going to go stay at Club Med and then go to Merida and spend a few days there and Mm. then come back for school. So good for them. Yeah, so it, it's kind of cool. But, uh, yeah. um, I mean, I think those are simple things you can do. So, like, I'm going to stay in Wars again next week. And uh, we could talk about this right now, but it's crazy down there right now. What's I actually, huh? What's going on? Well, well, I'll tell you, but um, um, what I ordered off Amazon, I ordered two security devices. One of them's a wedge you put on the door on the inside of the door. Okay. Oh, yeah. And um, it's spring loaded, and it is the loudest alarm. It's a so wedge. Poor. So it's hard to open the door, yeah. but as soon as somebody pushes on it, the alarm just goes, ah, I mean, it is loud. So it's for the, like at your hotel? Yeah. Your hotel. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, then I've seen those. Okay. I ordered it off Amazon. Great, great thing. Mm. And then I got it for specifically for Columbia. I got a door, um, a bar for behind the door. It break. You could break it down, put it in your suitcase. Put it together, but it's got like this 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 thing that goes underneath the door handle like this, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it has like a big doorstop with a rubber foot, yeah. And you expand it so there's a big bar behind the door. So if somebody tries to break in your yeah. door, where, um, dude, where do you stay when you go to Colombia? That you need this? Well, I was at a hotel. I stayed at a hooker hotel. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Our, our, hey, you know, the rates were really good. No, senor, that is hourly. <laughs> oh, there were great rates hourly. I could have stayed there for like a couple of days and paid less than I do for a hotel here. Oh, but, um, but I got them and I always keep the wedge in my suitcase. So if I'm ever like, oh, it's kind of sketchy. Like, like if I go to Waters, I'll probably take the wedge. Yeah. Because the wedge is like, when you push against the door and there's a wedge, it's hard. Much less a wedge that has like a, uh, like a 200 de- um, decibel alarm that yeah. wakes you up yeah and that was useful and so you get that on amazon jeanette you know wow he, he's he's doing life-saving devices because he's traveling mm. internationally and I, i'll tell you I, I get a gps to put on my scuba tank so that if the current starts <laughs> taking me away i can I activate i can activate it you know or the shark eats the me <laughs> you know they'll be go beep Beep, when it you comes know what? to the surface. Yeah, man, so, he's gone really far. Here, here's, <laughs> and he's going diving really Here's deep, the thing. Fast. In Mexico, as an American, Aquaman. you can't take Aquaman. any weapons with you to Mexico. Right. Yeah. Can't take a knife on the airplane, all that. Don't take a you shell know, case. You though. know what I always take with me, though? A pen. I take my steel pen. Your lucky pen. Your steel pen. That's it. It's, it's a steel pen. It's a Zebra a, a Z5701. Um, Let me see. What about the one that you use for like breaking the glass? If you're that's that's about the equivalent. The- that's about the equivalent equivalent of it. Because I don't take that either. Because I don't want a cop in Mexico to say that's a baton and they're gonna and that's illegal. Dude, this could be this is a right? weapon. For sure. So when I'm in a ta- so what I do when I'm in a taxi, I sit behind the taxi driver in the back seat. I don't sit in the passenger seat. I don't sit caddy quarter to him. So that way he can reach me or something or pull a gun or a knife on me. I sit behind it because if he's going to do something, it'll be harder for him to do it from um, behind him. And then if he's pulling any funny business, I can easily come up behind him. Yeah. I carry this, like, I use this like my little security thing. Yeah, that's good. And like, 
So I always, it's kind of a small thing, but. And you can load the different, like, roofies, drugs in it. Well, I can, and not only that, I can, I can write in fine point in black or blue ink. Save me. I mean, we can write a message at least. (laughs) Help me. Help me. My, my (laughs) liver has been extracted. So just this week. mm, If when they cut off his tongue, he can write out a message, mm. you know. Take me to the embassy. Super useful. Super useful. (laughs) This is a kind of a cool segue. Because this just happened. Oh, Mexico. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, the really? world's falling apart in Mexico right now. What happened in... in, in oh, no, you're What's talking about what is. You're talking about one of the cartels. That, too. But right now, oh. they call it the Culiacan Canasco. Culiacan Canasco 2. Part 2. Oh, I'll explain that in a minute. Are they fighting? Yeah. So, so New Year's Day, this guy from in the Juarez jail, Cerezo number 3, prison number 3, um... They tried to break him out the first time when I was in Mexico. The first time. Yes. Yes. Didn't escape. People died and all that. They A pregnant woman dies in a gas station they burn. Radio stations so burn. 30 people have died yeah. trying to get the so kid out of jail. So they did it again on New Year's Day. Except, except what they did this time is they did a diversionary attack and they attacked the um, the police station. First, the police station got everybody, and then they. While that after that happened, they attacked the jail. Massive assault, something like I don't know, something like 10, 15 people died. Like all the all the prisoners were, or they they captured all the um, the guards. They killed them all. You don't hear anything. And so this guy was a big name in kidnapping in Mexico. So him and about fifteen other prisoners escaped. And right now, the National Guard's there. Like, Juarez is under lockdown. So they wow. broke out New Year's someone Day. who was known for kidnapping. Big clearly, a and big kidnapper. Clearly, and, and, clearly, whenever those people are trying to get him free, they needed him. He was the only one who could save himself. And so, when they start investigating the prison... <laughs> You're thinking too hard on so well, He was when the they, only one who could save himself. So, when they investigate the prison... The, Me- the Mexican, like the um, the federales, they go in, they investigate. Well, the prisoners kept in the VIP section. It's got TV, cell phones. Oh, Jesus. He's it got like a, mil- like a million dollars cash in there. It sounds like um, the uh, Goodfellas or something like that. No, they're talking, you know, the one. El um, Chapo's son. No, they're well, talking about a- the one in uh, Colombia where he was yeah. basically in yeah. prison himself. Uh, right. Um, El Chapo. Yeah. No, you're talking about Pablo, Pablo Escobar. Escobar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had hookers. And yep. I mean, like it sounds there. like a great time in prison. So, if you have so that happened. Amazing things it's there. more of a security so, fortress. Nobody so could get him. This week, this week, you have Culiacanasco 2, the war for Culiacan, Sinaloa, which is like the the head, the head, the, the hometown of the Sinaloa cartel, which is a hometown to El Chapo. So, what happened, Culiacanasco 1. <laughs> Part one, they accidentally go in and they arrest El Chapo's son, Olvario, I think it is, Olvario, and they arrest him the first time. But the first time was kind of by accident, and the cops were kind of surprised, like, oh, crap. They arrest him. Everybody invades Culiacan. They start fighting. They said, you know, they they, they, they start um, rounding up the police officers' families, hostages. Crazy. And... um. Until the Mexican government released them, and the Mexican government had came out and said, "Oh yeah, we released them by uh, we released them because we arrested him by accident. It was our intention to arrest him. Um, it was just like a um, 
They 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 played they downplayed it really like downplayed it. They're like, oh, we we didn't mean we were there for other business, and he got caught up by accident. They let him go. Hmm. This time, the DEA gave like all the intel to the Mexican Army, the Marines, and the Air Force, and all them, and they went in for him. And so they went in and they got him, and they arrested him, and that town just with an instant war zone. There's videos online of the state highways, cartels from all over just coming to town, cars just driving into town. You have the Mexican Air Force with a minigun, like you can see it just gunning gunning something down in Culiacan. And so there's, they're burning the big buses. There's like something like 12, 15 um, 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 blockades going into town that they made. Um, So the police... And the Federales, the Marines, they get the son, and they take him to the, the police headquarters. And so what they do is they have a diversion. They send a, co- a prison convoy out of the police station saying it's um, El Chapo's son, Chapito. They, what they call them, the Chapitos. And they sent the, uh, um, the El Chapo's son, and like the media follows them all that. And after that leaves, a helicopter leaves the police station. Makes sense. Goes to the Mexico City with the son. Of course. And all the time, there's a war going on in, against the military. Against the military. Jeez. And they, they're they having a hard time getting under control. And of course, the, the media, the Mexican media is like, oh, yeah, well, you know, the Marines are there. We're, we're, um, we're securing everything. Everybody stay home. And these, these, these guys, I mean, so they have, they have these Texan prop planes that we, we use them too. They're prop planes the military uses there mm-hmm. for, because they could come in low and slow and they can give you air support. Mm-hmm. Wow. So the Mexican Air Force has those out there. Like, it's like a war zone. This is like, it's January 7th. Oh, this just happened like two days ago. Jeez. And so, and so the cartels, so they like to prevent the Mexican Air Force from leaving or landing at the, the airport port to prevent from any Mexican cargo planes leaving because there's two cargo planes. They go invade the airport. And they start shooting at the airplanes. Everybody's running for cover in the airport. All the flights are just like canceled. Like there's and there's videos of it. And you see like the firefighters out there at the airport fighting the fire because some of the planes caught fire and all that amidst all this gun battles going on. Yes, bananas. And you want to go to what is next weekend? It was something we already had planned, right? And I was telling her, I was like, let's just get our Airbnb. We got our Airbnb. I was like, let me just pick you up at the airport. We'll go straight there, spend the weekend there. Like, I don't want to go out in town. No. So, but yeah, so this yeah, is going yeah. on in Sinaloa. And Sinaloa is really far south. Yeah. It's south. Yeah. Like, but, and I was talking to my friend down there in Mexico, and she's in Monterey, and I said, what do you think of all this? And she goes, well, it's just a culiacanazuco. And I go, she goes, well, you know, I mean, it happened the first time. It happened this time. It's, you know, El Chapo and all that. And she goes, why, what do you think? I go, I think this is evidence of something bigger that nobody wants to call it what it is. They call it the drug war. And the and the strategy for the Mexican government, and it's always been the strategy, is always cut off the head. They went off to El Chapo the first time. Mm-hmm. They they that did doesn't a, do anything. They that, did something. That's they, never going to do they anything. They took off the head of the, the Juarez cartel. They always take out the head, but then it causes more bloodshed because more people fight. Right. Well, not only that, it's like more more. Violence. Groups, well, more groups after. Even if you do, mm-hmm. you still have new people reemerging, and, and it's not going to go away. And, and we're not, we're not, we're not even talking about the cartel um, 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 Nuevo Generación, the new Jalisco, the new, the new Jalisco, new generation cartel. Out of like the thirty-seven some odd states of Mexico, 
they've already they're already in control like thirty some odd states. So what I'm telling and I'm telling this to my friend, I go, I don't know, like this is to me, this is evidence of something bigger. It's so far far beyond. It's, it's so, so far beyond. So- if if the Mexican government is having a hard time taking control of a town with their military. It's almost like the it's it's glimmers of a failed state. What are we thinking? What are we? I mean, we, we only it's hear like, stuff about the border crossings, illegals, but we don't hear any. It's of this like internal. It's like an insurgency. Yeah. You're these cartels. They're becoming more militant. They're they're shooting at planes, trying to knock the planes out of the sky. They took out a helicopter. They're like, wow. it's becoming more militant. It's becoming like an insurgent, and it's almost like it's almost got the signs of like. Of a government failing, yeah, yeah. they're losing. It's like Mexico government is losing the war against lost the control. cartels. Mm-hmm. They've lost control, and at the urging of us, we take out the the cartel leader. and And the Sinaloa law to the United States is important because there's a lot of fentanyl and meth coming across. And you know, fentanyl, yeah. that stuff's fentanyl and meth, but especially fentanyl, it is the worst. It is the I'm worst of the worst. I'm wondering. Um, it just kind of talking about fentanyl and. How scary is it for with with that coming in? Like you never really know exactly what they slipped Victor, and I know that that's kind of a big fear. What if they were trying to slip mm. while well, roofies or fentanyl for right. that matter? I mean that. I told you I was in the I was at a club down crazy. there in the bathroom, and the guy has a little mints, and he goes, "You want get some pajarito?" And I'm like, "Oh, I don't know what that is." No, I mean, <laughs> you never but, know what the heck you're taking, but. Like you're starting to see, like I say, it's glimmers of like of a government failing. They can't protect their people. Ultimately, if they don't, if so, like okay, so the problem with the Mexican Republic because Mexico's republic, like like us, we're a republic. Mm -hmm. They've got I think some thirty some odd states, I believe, like thirty seven. Um, but look at Russia. Russia was always ran by the oligarchs. Yeah. They're very corrupt. They got mm-hmm. the money. They're in, their hands are in all the businesses and all that. Right. Mexico is ran by the oligarchs. Yep. Even though it's a republic, you've got oligarchs that mm-hmm. make decisions. Some You're going to be the next president. Yeah. Look at like, it was like, was it the pre for like 30 some odd years? They they had a president, that they had the presidency for 30 some odd years. They would hand pick the successor right. up until like the 90s or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, so the oligarchs and so and the oligarchs, you know, they're running their business and all that. And one thing I had heard from this one guy, he said, you know, he he was a former cop, and he says, um, he goes, the thing down there is when they they let the cartel bosses get big, but when the cartel bosses get too big, then the oligarchs go ahead and let the cartel bosses get caught. They mm-hmm. call the shots and say, like, okay, take them out. So if the oligarchs are running the government, and the oligarchs are fully involved not directly but the money's coming up to them from the cartels from the smuggling from everything they have no no reason to change anything so the government there's no wholehearted effort to like we're gonna do this yeah none yeah so you like think about that and now that now that you see more and more and it's a Sinaloa cartel they're big but they're not the biggest anymore. So how does this affect tourism in Cancun or Cozumel? Well, so the thing, the thing with the car, the, um, the tourism, the cartels, um, the, the first, the, they diversified. So they own hotels, they own businesses, 
So that's why, the, that's why, like, when things got really crazy down there, the tourist spots weren't getting hit, right? Because they were starting to diversify. Look at what happened with avocados. They were going to the farmers and taking over the avocado fields and saying, these are ours now. Because it's an, it's an export and so much, they were getting so much money from that. And that only happened like a year and a half ago that they were taking over the avocado fields because um, they saw the cash cow. So they've, they're diversifying. Yeah. So they're not going to mess with the tourist spots because they make so much money off of it. But you do see from time to time, you do you see do somebody. See some you do crime stuff. Like, uh, um, like there was an Ohio dentist recently. Him and his wife disappeared down south, like in, um, was it like Guadalajara or something? Ooh. Yeah. Him and his wife and I think two kids. Nobody's heard from them. Yeah. You had a girl on a cruise ship that disappeared in Mexico like um, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. They think she was sold in the sex, sex sex trade, but you see it like, you know, look what happened to the Mormon family. Remember the Mormon family? Oh yeah, the Mennonites or the Mormons. It was Mormons. They're like and in the, the border area. There, there's a lot of stories about that. You yeah, had some stories up. about that. It was a revenge killing. It was like a, the cartels were sending a message to the Mormons. Don't move down here. And then you no, um, because there's a lot of Mormons out. It's the largest Mormon, um community outside the United States. But oh. another story was they were going through a checkpoint and they're like, oh, we can't stop. And they ran. They 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 hit the brick, they hit the gas and they took off and they they caught up with them and shot up their vehicle and killed everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you go through the checkpoints and they shake you down for money. Oh. When cartels set up cartels set up checkpoints. But look what happened during COVID. The cartels were were um were, they were quarantining people. The cartels were telling people like you're nobody come out. You're being quarantined, and the cartels were going out, and they were like um, stealing like um, um, shipments of oxygen tanks to sell them, and they were getting like the COVID test to small communities, and it's kind of funny because they were like, on one hand, every they they do these things where they act like the Robin Hood, like. Escobar building a soccer field. Yeah, in every little well, village. like 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 El Chapo, the original Chapo, right? He would buy um, Christmas gifts for a whole little town. Yeah, I think that there's something to that because then you well, have, you're you have yeah, and you can you know they're not going to turn you in or they're not going to they're going to turn a blind eye. They're going to be like, no, 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 this is a good man. I don't care what people say, and they they'll know. But yeah. if they're getting something in return, then they'll allow that stuff to happen in so, the city. I don't know, like. Like I say, this whole thing in Culiacan with El Chapo's second son. Or you, son you weren't worried at all when you were. No, I wasn't worried at all. But I was watching it and I was watching what was going on in Juarez. And like, events, yeah. Like going going out to Juarez during the day, I think it'll be fine. You know, just kind of like we're going to a nice area. Just kind of get in. Just, you know, no need to be out all night and or anything stupid. But right. Uh, um, not right now. But uh, all I could just think was like. Is Mexico failing? Yeah. Mm. And what's funny, I mean, okay, and it's funny because you think about it, the people coming from Mexico. Well, A, you can't blame people for wanting to get away from this madness, yes. right? Yeah. Bringing their children. Yes. I mean, people that work, we've talked about this, they work 12 hours a day. They're coming up from Venezuela, too. Yeah, and Venezuela Venezuela's crazy, though, too. That's a whole different conversation. Let's, right, let's talk about Mexico. So Mexico, people work at the Maquilas 12 hours a day, five, six days out of the week. They make like 100, 150 bucks a week. Mm. Like, we don't work like that. And even if, if you worked for 12, or 12 hour days, five, uh, five, six days out of the week, you would make bank. Mm-hmm. Oh, team. Right. Or, or they'd be like, screw this, we're putting you on salary, but you'd at least make a decent right. month wage. Right. These people are making like 150 bucks a week. 
miserable. Do you know what I mean? So you don't, Thank you. it's like on one hand, you can't blame people for saying, man, I want to go, I want to go to the United States and all that. And the, and on the other hand, here in the United States, um, you know, it's politics. With us, it's straight politics. Nobody wants to bite the bullet to fix the, the border crisis because it's going to be political suicide What, no matter what you do. If you grant amnesty, it's political suicide. If you lock down the border, it's political suicide. So nobody wants to deal with it. Right. And the border crisis changes every year, um, every time a president elected because um, um, ICE falls under federal regulation. So whenever a new president comes in, he says, this is what we're going to do. They do it. What happened with Pamela Kamala Harris? She spent like the first six months of her, of the presidency down in the border areas. And I don't Did she come down? No, I, I thought don't know that, if she um, comes by and comes down anymore. No, no, but I but they said the they they drop off they be... they drop off the immigrants in front of her house though. Oh, they do. Yeah, yeah. Right. no, but you know Biden's going to be in Mexico. I, I think this gonna, next week. Yeah, and then he's going to visit the border. But but here's the thing. So what's what's broken about the border though is the process to get in. It's difficult for Mexicans because Mexicans not a favorite nation status with the United States. No. I didn't know that until I started looking up visas because um this year last year they granted like thirty thousand new visas and like you can get approved within a week. So I was looking that up and I was like, oh, I'm gonna get my friend across. Right. Only to certain favorite nation status countries, a lot of of um, Latin American countries, but Mexico's not favorite nation status. Do you think you know with all of our interactions with Mexico, you think that be- you would think right? Yeah. So. I don't know. Um, like I say, this whole Culiacan Canasco thing, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Like, um, it just kind of goes to show. Like, again, does um, do, I'll give me a little extra green because I know you like the green. But uh, um, uh, but it kind of like I say, it just it just makes you wonder. Like, what's really going on down there? Is it does the government really have control anymore? Mm-hmm. You know. No. That's kind of what I was left thinking. I was like, what in the name is this? You could say that about anywhere. Yeah. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yeah, and, and, you know, and and it's and it's it's the people with, you know, it's it's the oligarchs. They got they got um they were given some, you know, they were given something for either for kickbacks they receive or you know, and okay, in Russia when they when they became the Soviet, the the not the Soviet Union. They, they became Russia, and they became like a republic or democracy and all that, right? Right. Um. All all these oligarchs, they were given control of the, they were, they were given control of um the old state operated businesses. So back in the old days, it was all state owned. Right. So these oligarchs cozied up with the politicians. The politicians them. hooked them up, or they sold the companies at a really Discount, bargain deal, right. basement bargain deal. And so they've made tons of money off of these old Russian companies. For their political support. And so now they have all sorts of money, and they have a lot of political, political um, clout. And so those are the oligarchs that call the shots out in Russia, right? You know where we should all move to? Um, Hawaii. Well, Greenland. On your map, look at it. Nobody ever hears anything about Greenland. That's my Christmas gift. Mm, isn't that nice? I love it. And yeah, you put it's really you put cool. you put pins in there of everywhere you've you've gone, and I still got to put more pins in. And the uh, the silver pins are your favorite places you've gone. 
Nice. But seriously, Greenland, have you ever heard any bad story about... Good, um, good story for that matter. Too. Hold on. It was... Yes, I did. Something. Not a bad story. It was Greenland or Iceland that there was a quiet revolution there like in the late 90s or turn, the, around the turn of the century that they were going to a centralized banking system and uh, um, the the population didn't agree and they raided their parliament or their whatever they had, kicked out all the politicians wow. overnight. It was like a, a violent list um, revolution. Okay. And um, um, elected all new people, new president, new everything. So, I mean, it seems like, look how big Greenland is compared to Brazil. And Gre- Greenland? Even the United States. Green- so is that th- the scale? No. Okay. So there's different maps. These maps are horribly not to scale. Okay. And Greenland looks bigger than it is, although Greenland is big. There's like different kinds of maps. So like... If you get a map that's actually accurate, there's a name for it. Mm. Um, like look at look at Africa. Africa's yes. pretty big on there, but yes. on a two scale map, Africa actually looks way bigger. Oh. Way bigger. Like the United States. Here you go. Whoops. Hold on. On um, um, two scale, the United States fits like within the top half of Africa, mm. like within like the Sahara area. Yeah, so like these kind of maps. Be a revolution if they didn't if they did it to scale, because then they'd realize who really has the power. Well, there are maps you can get that are to revolution are, are to scale, but this is the most common style map, and there's a name for it because it lays flat. Yeah, it lays flat, and when you're doing geography and all that, okay, it, you know what I mean. Ooh, sure. Look, you got the layers on <laughs> and a lime and a lime. Oh, thank you, Mark. Nice. Mimosa hour. So yeah. Um, Australia's bigger. Um, like Russia on here is big, but on to scale, it would just dwarf. It would dwarf everything. Yeah. Russia would be so big, it would dwarf everything. Oh. If it's a two scale map, and there's a name for it. That reminds me. I saw a documentary mm-hmm. about two guys on a motorcycle that went across Russia, or they left. You know, they they, they left. I don't know some England. And they rode across. They were going to ride around the world. Mm-hmm. I was following a girl on YouTube that was doing that too. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill? And somebody, his best friend. Wow. And, really? Yeah. And so, so, you know, he said he was talking about the map situation. Mm-hmm. And you can't get accurate maps from some, some areas in Russia. And, you know, yeah. Because during the Cold War, they didn't want outsiders to know. Right, and right. So the science of map making is super interesting. There's about three or four different types of map. This this is name for this is the most common type. Then you have like the kind of maps that the um, the pilots use. Then you have like a two scale map. Yeah. Um. Now, um, I was, re- I was I was reading a story about a guy that was um supposed to like fight in the German army or something like that uh-huh. during the World War II, but he didn't want to. I don't know if he'll be conscripted. I don't recall. So he became a map maker? No. He got like a little, one of those little um, boats, like a kayak. Yeah. And there's a river, I like the Rhine or something, and he kayaked all the way to the Mediterranean. To escape conscription. And then from the, and from the, um, so once he did that, he decided to go further. So he goes to Greece. Oh. But Greece is occupied. So he crosses through the Suez Canal. 
comes all the way around Saudi Arabia, and he eventually gets to India. And so when he gets to India, people have already started to hear about him. There's How did he get? He went through Iran. He went the Suez Canal. Suez Canal. Mm-hmm. He went through the Gulf, mm-hmm. the Straits, and then, so wow. he talks about. So when he's going from like Greece to Turkey, down to um, Egypt, there's already news coming out about him. So he gets to India, and people like were waiting for him, cheering for him, and everything because he he essentially kayaked all the way from like France, Germany, all the way to India. That's I think crazy. I think I know what you need to get for your next uh, huh. in, in the next uh, sponsor huh. the funds that you get from your next sponsor uh-huh. <laughs> that more, sponsors the show more champagne no one of those interactive television oh I know right things that you can kind of, like you know oh. the weatherman has yeah you can touch screen and now right here you can s- scoop it up or you know with your fingers like an right. iPad like a thirty-seven forty-two inch iPad mm-hmm. on the wall that you can. Zoom in on when we're talking about convivence. When you're talking about areas, geographic areas, you can zoom in on it. You zoom in, like where is right. tequila? Where is champagne? Where is the areas? Well, just to wrap up the drinking areas. This guy, I know, just the drinking areas. <laughs> he ended up kayaking from Europe all the way to Australia. That's crazy. And he was a German, and so they didn't arrest him because they didn't see him as a threat, and he didn't like he he actually lived the rest of his days out in Australia. After having kayaked wow. all the way around the world, essentially. Wow. Imagine that kayaking from Europe all the way to Australia. No, I can't imagine. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. You know? That's exhausting. That sounds very tiring. I know. So, <laughs> anyway. That's exhausting. That sounds so, exhausting. I need so a drink. Our, uh, I need a drink. Our, 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 uh, our people next door to us in Mexico going through some hard times. Yes, they are. Um, when have they not? Seriously, you know, when, in, have, when have they not? In the 80s, I don't rem- Okay, I don't remember. Like, I remember in the 80s as a kid. Mexico yeah. was like a place yeah. you went and party. You got, you know, marijuana. You I heard about. And, in okay, eight, in I, the 80s I always remember about the cartels. <laughs> I always remembered about the cartels. There was always cartels, but you could go down there. We'd go down to the family. You never heard about any violence. You didn't hear about the crazy violence outside of cartels, outside of the drug land. Right? You know when the violence came? When the, when it went beyond just marijuana. When Coke got involved in it. Yeah. I want to say the more serious drugs, it seems like, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, what was that Scarface? Yeah. It seems like they're all coked up. They're all out of their minds. There was a guy that got big in the cartel business down there. And um, I don't remember his name. And he got, he was being really successful. Then he got into Coke, started bringing the Coke up. And um, then back then, the cartels all kind of like the the familia, they all worked together. And they all had their person, they all had their job. Every cartel had their faction and their area. Their area. You know, the Sinaloa, Sinaloa, the Juarez, the Tijuana. Mm-hmm. Everybody had their area. This, they were shipments and all that, their territories. And um, that, because it went down, it really went down after 2000. And who, there was one head that, somebody was killed back then. And all the cartels started fighting, like deadly fighting. So like, if you looked at, 
I was watching some documentary about Yellowstone and the packs of wolves uh-huh. that live in Yellowstone. They're crazy. And well, they have like trackers on them, right? And there's, let's say there's five packs of wolves, but they're very geographically, mm-hmm. you know, you, uh, you separated. They're you're unified. Mm-hmm. So they showed a map of the whole, let's say the state of Wyoming. And they showed very specific areas of, you know, lower left, lower right, upper right, upper left, and central. And they may, it looks like a checkerboard. Yeah. uh, It was very distinct. They stayed out of each other's territories. They didn't go around, you know, that's just very specific. The pack was this pack. They don't try to overtake each other's packs. They don't. Areas or territories. Even even the super packs don't. You you know what's kind of curious? I I was reading this article about this guy that like an animal wildlife kind of person. And he's talking about wolves and all the memes about wolves take care of their own and the alpha and all this. And he starts saying, let's talk about myths. (laughs) And he says, there is no alpha male wolf that sees over the whole pack and he takes care of their own and and wolves take care of their own and go out of the way. He goes, that's a bunch of hogwash. He goes, yeah, there's always a stronger dog out there and the stronger dog will eat more. But um, that's with any any breed of animal, essentially. It's not like a It's not, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Jeanette, tell me a little bit about what's going on yeah. in your life. I've, I've, I took over Jeez. here, Jeanette. We Talk were, about I your didn't Mexican know we stories. Were talking about that, I'm like, I'm just like. It got wow. intense for a what's second, your right? New yeah. Year resolution. What are you? Oh, oh what are you, none. Did you talk about those already? No, no. We so when we started, we started, we started about New Year resolution, and we're putting it out into the universe. Not really a resolution, because. We don't want to fail, but a good way to start the you new year. Low expectations, remember? Yes, low expectations. Oh, yes. we're gonna we're gonna do. We said we, we're gonna do like a normal kind of schedule, like within a oh, two yes. week range on this. Okay. Yes. Kind of put it out there to kind of like just Make more. It happen. Yeah. Perfect. So, Jeanette, tell us about your New Year's resolutions. What's his name? Or, yeah. Or what's his name? <laughs> My, I got it done. Or or her name? We don't. We don't know. We don't no. discriminate. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. There's a bunch of, a lo- there's a lot of different okay. snacks in this bag. So, oh munchies, God. have Tell you him. never had munchies? No, are you serious? This is all, did you mix them together? No, they come like that. All, That's called munchies. There's Doritos, there's uh-huh. Cheetos, there's, there's Sun Chips, all right, so pretzels. A, a conversation about this needs to be had. So, I'm talking to Mark as I'm going through Walmart, mm-hmm. and he says, bring some snacks. And I'm thinking, crackers, some cheese. Okay. Hummus. So we start what talking about this is about this is where the whole good advice, bad advice started from. <laughs> yes, it did. So, yeah, Jeanette's like, there's just so many options. So many options. And I'm like, be like a man and just grab a bag of chips. Or if you want to be a classy man, grab a bag of munchies because it has everything in there. Oh, crap. Wow. He gave me the idea because I'm thinking, I'm going to bring some chips. And then I'm like, in my mind, well, what kind no. of chips? Jeanette was being a classic woman. And he's like, Should I get some ruffles? What will compliment the ruffles? Should I get some lays also? Should I get some barbecue? He's like, you're going to come up with like three bags of chips. Oh, should I get some Brits? What about some buttercrackers? Those are square, but what if I get the oval ones? No. But what kind of what kind of cream um, friage should I get? <laughs> We're drinking. Just bring so, whatever's in the bag. I know. He's the one who says, bring munchies that has everything in it. And I was like... That's so freaking genius. That's so freaking genius. <laughs> At this genius. point, I would have been happy if she would have grabbed one of those boxes that had just like 20 random bags in it. Yeah. <laughs> Be I a mean, man. Just grab is, 
This is so freaking genius. I wish I would have known. I have to tell others. I have to tell more females. Yeah, it's really good. I'm going to come you visit would, you all. Women, if you want to score munchies. points with a man, show up with a bag of munchies. It's just one bag has yeah. everything in it. I know. Yeah. It's like the United Nations of snacks. So, so you want to know... You want to know wow, the, I can't believe it worked. <laughs> you want to know the truth about munchies? Yes. Munchies is probably the chip factory where they make everything. And, those and then the you interest. have you have some guy with a big push broom and like, like chicharrones. Yeah, I know, like chicharrones. He's going with a push broom and he goes, "Hey, what do we do with all these chips that fall on the ground? They're all mixed up. Ah, uh, just get the the dust pan and throw it in a bag." So, so we're probably getting all the leftovers that fall on the ground got mixed up, and somebody said, "Dude, we should mix them and sell them. They'll buy them." I can't believe that this works, but it's so freaking genius. So what? So you're so you're. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I believe in New Year's resolutions, but I I certainly think of. It did hit me this year about man. It's 2023, not because it's last year was 22 and tomorrow next year is 24, but. It's just a new year. It did hit me. There was a moment of like a couple hours one day when I started thinking, holy crap, a new year. This is a lot. There's, there, it's momentous, right? right. It's, it's yeah. a, there's something meaningful about having a new year. So curious. Okay. So I think maybe if Jeanette, if you're going to talk about like, um, mm-hmm. rather talking about New Year's resolutions and whatever his name is, maybe he whatever should be a goal. Maybe you know you he, well, you should turn into because I think goal setting is you know it it gives you room to grow and we, measure. We met her goal to for her yeah. new job. Yeah, mm. what's the new goal? How many new? Remember how the many, last goal? How many new men? Promotion. How many new men do you want in your life this year? What's your goal? Wow, at least four. Because you see how we what we at did least last one time. Every quarter. So, so January, February, March, April. Last year, I spoke what, to literally. one a quarter. Last year, I spoke to a friend of mine. Just kidding. And Definitely he says, yeah. he says, 2022 is going to be good for you. Make your goals. Oh, you know what it and is? And I said, well, no, I said, well, I definitely want to travel. You did. I want to make some money. And I don't know. I just don't want to have to worry about stuff. And hmm. da, da. January 4th, mm-hmm. is uh, National Vision Board Day. National Vision Door. Vision Board. Vision Board, <laughs> not Vision Door. <laughs> January 4th, huh? January 14th. So happy for these Reyes boys, girls. Mm, right. We had, a, we had a we had a Rosco yesterday. We need a, we need, did you eat one? Mm-hmm. Ate two. Frosting on the top. And They're the so good. Baby in the middle. Didn't get baby Jesus this, week, this year when I cut the bread, the the, mm. the king's bread. Oh, I got baby Is, Jesus. So 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 people that if if for our two people that are listening, there's this thing every year called. Um, uh, Day of the Kings. When the when the three wise kings they make it to Jerusalem, bring their gifts to baby Jesus. So in, the, in like really Hispanic cultures, they they celebrate it, and you buy what they call a rosco, and it's a big round bread, mm-hmm. like a sweet bread. It has like these um, yellow and green marmalades. We had one that had figs on it. In and, New Orleans, they have these things. Yeah, king cakes. King cakes. Well, you know, there we go because it's like very Spanish, right? And then the French influence is also very Catholic. So you have the Spanish and French influence, which is but like the seventh. It's after Christmas. The but that's that's oh, when that's when the, the that's when the baby. kings arrived. The uh, day of the kings. They arrived after Christmas, right? With bearing gifts after New Year, right? right. So then, so when they when they bake these cakes, they put like they put like two, three, depending on the size of the cake, they'll put a couple of baby Jesus in, little baby Jesus. 
and uh, you cut your piece, and if you get and if you get the baby, uh, and like something like on the twelfth in six days, you have to bring like uh, food, like gifts. So basically, like for Mexicans, you bring tamales, and everybody eats tamales. I brought a dozen tamales also. So I brought tamales last year too because mm-hmm. I got it. It's kind of a cool tradition. It is. It's kind of a cool tradition. And um. In the U.S., I think they stopped putting in the baby Jesus because somebody choked at some point. You see, this is why we can't do fun things. People <laughs> just don't pay attention. So instead, I, I mean, I would put one of these Cheetos in it, and if you ate it, so what? It's food. If it's if you get a crunchy piece of cake, look, and it's Cheetos. if you if you swallow baby Jesus, it's ten years good luck. I how mean, can any, how can anything happen to you? If you, you know, if you choke baby on baby Jesus, Jesus right. Thank it you. seems to me like you were you were being. My um, it's a blessing, not a curse. So, so last year, I was setting, I was setting my goals for 2022, and then one day my buddy comes up to me. And he goes, "You know, Mark, I had like a dream, almost like a vision." I go, what's that? He goes, "I had a vision. You were going to go on to like a big vacation this year." Oh, did you? Went to, went to Colombia. Uh, and I kind of haven't stopped since then. Yeah, yeah but you just, that's traveling. not just one. You keep going back. So I need to go see him. Mm. What? I need to go see him. Yeah. Your, col- yeah. your um, friends? Mm-hmm. Nice. Like, I got some interesting friends. Good people, good people. But um, but I think goal setting is appropriate goal for 2023. Good. Like, I think I'm going to do. Be realistic. Uh, be realistic. A motto instead of a goal. Or not a goal set exactly. You um, wanna, more like of a saying. A, you want to be a model? No, I want to live intentionally. I don't think that's enough, though. Damn it! Because being intent, you can be intentional in a lot of things. Just, What's an I'm example of that? Intentionally drinking this beer with intent. Well, okay, but well, that's kind of lame. What's something you? What's something you haven't done, and maybe you thought you were thinking about last year, but you haven't done, and it would be worthwhile to do this year. Well, I still haven't gone to see my sister. Where she live? She lives in Germany. Okay, actually, that should be that the goal. I already already started making plans for that. Well, okay, but starting to make plans and actually doing it is two different things, right? We could start doing plans three years ago mm-hmm. and not do anything about it. When are you going to Germany? Let's ask you that. Be specific. Um, I want to go in August. Okay, Jeanette wants to go to Germany in August. Mm-hmm. How are you going to make that? What needs to happen for you to be able to achieve that? Well... I have to renew my passport. Okay, first step, get your passport. going to expire this year. You know what? Hmm. Do it in a small little town like Hatch. I know, I remember. I remember what you said. Yeah. Okay, so so steps to going to do your your trip. And I think everybody should do this. But if you want to do your trip, set your goal. Kind of be a little bit more specific. So Jeanette wants to go in August. Okay. Okay, In order to to renew your passport, you need to make an appointment with the passport office. So on Monday, call and get no, no, no. Do it online. You do it online. You go online and you you take care of it online. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to mail it in, don't you? Mm-hmm. But but you fill out the paperwork online, then you make the appointment to go to the post office to take care of it. But if you go to yeah, but if you go, um, I, I think my thing's open. So yeah, should I still take this? Do you have? Well, you can if you want. So so if you go. In big towns, if you get your passports in big towns, the waiting line is like two to three months long. Whereas if you go to a small town, like a really small town, like I said, Hatch, New Mexico, you can usually go in the next day. They have an airport? They have a passport office in Hatch? Post office. 
Not any post office. That's why I got done. I got my run there. The downtown one by my office is allows it, but not every post office has it. Mm. Well, I imagine if that's the only post office there. So if you go to the Hatch one, you can do it the next day. They have it open there. So when I was, I was trying to get my passport fast. Okay. So I here here in our town. Every post office, the two post offices that did it here, it was like a two to three month wait. To get the appointment. Yeah. yeah so, so then I started looking in El Paso, Texas. Every post office there booked two to three months out. Then I looked beyond El Paso to like Socorro, Isleta, same thing. Like, dang. Then I thought, I wonder if Hatch is on there. Yeah. Made the appointment for the next day and I drove out there that morning. That's good. Yeah. Sick. But it, once they mail it in, it's the same time. But it was fast, so I mean, it was actually I actually paid to have it expedited. Yeah, even still, whether you have it expedited three weeks from now or you're able to do it expedited to to the same day, next day, you save three weeks because your other places you couldn't even get an appointment. Right? No, no, you save like three months. Oh wow! Yeah, you couldn't get an appointment for three months. You know, here at the airport, at the. Mm -hmm. It was nuts. It was nuts. I don't know what mine is. I'm I'm kind of in limbo. What's going on? Ah, I got accepted to a program out of state, but I don't want to leave the kids. And so I, I'm going to apply to a local place and see if I can do it locally. And I don't have to leave the kids. What's your heart telling you? Uh, it's easier if I do it here. Affordable. It's yeah. So the same. It's regardless of that. But I'd rather be up where my family is. But my little one. I don't want to leave my little one. Wow. Um. Kind of the just the whole dynamic makes it tough. Yeah. Yeah. I need to stick around just to make sure because I don't want him. I asked him. You know. Hey. You know. Is it okay if Dad goes to does this program? And yeah. Sure. As long as I can stay here. And he can't. He wouldn't be able to because I'm not going to have the other boys take care of him at the house. He wouldn't be able to stay at the house. That's what he. He doesn't want to have to spend his time elsewhere. Kind of curious. He likes hanging out with his older brothers. Kind of. Cur- I'm kind of curious about this. It's kind of a funny question. When we talk about like divorce, yeah, and we talk about like kids taking care of kids and all that, like the way we do here, yeah. Is that like a first world problem? Do you know what I mean? Like, if the like the challenges you're having and other people in your yeah, shoes because have. Normally, the kid just goes to the mom. Is that a problem that we see here in the United States only in terms of like divorce and all yeah, that stuff? Because most other places, the kids just go with the mom. The dad is cuts cut is is cut off, and and in other and, countries, and, I mean, and sees the kid every other weekend. Saturday now, and Sunday. Maybe. Do you think in other countries there's like a, such a thing as child support like we do it here? And if no. you don't pay it, you lose your licenses no. and all that? No. No, there isn't. But, but but the dad isn't involved. The dad doesn't keep the kid. Is that kind of the standard worldwide, you think? Yeah. The, the kid goes to the I mean, home. You see that in Mexico. Girls yeah. get pregnant all the time. Guy's gone. Yeah. Um. So you so so you think that's kind of what, what we would if call you're a dad that wants to be involved and stay and and the best you can get is probably fifty percent. I I couldn't even get more than fifty percent. Well, I, I mean I got fifty one percent, but you know, I wonder the one that left. 
I wonder, like, United Kingdom, a country like France, Germany, do they have, like, these kind of issues? Because those are, like, more – that's pretty close to us, European, Anglo kind of countries. You know what I mean? I would think so. I mean, I don't know, but but I would agree, like, like your Siberian countries, like, say, Russia, African countries. I mean, who knows about Japan? But I do think – I do believe what you're saying in the sense that, like, in a, a lot of places around the world – once you part ways, the mom gets stuck with a kid. And wait, well, hold on. The mom gets stuck. No, they get. It, I don't think they see it as getting stuck. The dad gets kicked. Lee has to leave. The mom gets the kid. Mm-hmm. They get paid for having that kid. Do they get paid? Like social services will pay them to get uh, that kid and have I mean, that kid. I don't. I don't know if there's any social service programs like that around the world. I've, I mean, I've never heard, but I've never looked into it either. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of an interesting idea because, like, say, like a state like California. Why? How did the transition happen from New Year's resolutions to kids? We were just talking Wait a about minute. it. I was we like, were just talking about it. planning on having kids more. No, more kids. <laughs> we're making puppies. <laughs> Is that your vision? I, I don't Is that know. Your vision I, board? I gotta tell my kids. Don't. I mean, I have boys, so don't get married. There's no. There's and then everybody says, well, when are you gonna get into another relationship? Never. No. There's no incentive for a man having lost his shit mm-hmm. to do it again. And, and again, we're in New Mexico. You go to a state like California it's and worse. you're the man. It's worse. You lose. I mean, automatically, half of everything. Automatically. Yeah. If you are the sole breadwinner. Oh, it's the same thing here. You lose half of everything. Like, But you're... You, yeah, you still lose half of everything. Look at Kanye West. I'm getting divorced from um, Big Kim Booty Kardashian. Girl, Kim Kardashian. Big mm. Booty Girl. Um, his his <laughs> monthly child support. Yeah, it's like two hundred thousand. Yeah, what kid needs two hundred thousand? Like, you like know why? Because some other places will determine a percentage of your income, versus here it's more of just a set. It's like taxes, rate. you know, instead of paying, it's, you know, some, you know, just paying a certain amount, a fixed amount of taxes, right? Yeah. It's versus a, an amount based on your income. So child support can be, but then in other places, it's child support plus spousal support. I mean. Right. It, so, it, but spousal support only comes into play as alimony when your wife does not have a trade and she's been a housewife her whole life. She doesn't have like an advanced, right. like she's been. 100% solid housewife. Right. Then spousal support and alimony comes into play because, right. because of that. But they get that even though they're the ones that cheated and left. Yeah. See, that's bull. That's bull. 80% of the marriages, divorces are initiated by the woman. Mm-hmm. This is a stat that I hear, which, you know, doesn't I, surprise me. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but. Well, yeah, probably. Yes. Well, it is. The majority of them are. Are the, they really? The 80%. And that's figuring, I mean, even though my divorce, I'm the one that initiated it, mm-hmm. but she, she, she would, I did it because I didn't, I, I, you know, no. it, it, had I waited, mm-hmm. she would have done it herself. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want, I wanted to take control of the situation because when I saw that what was going on, I just, well, that was it. You're out. Talk about a, talk about a really tough decision. Like. You know what I mean? Yeah, but at that point, you you reach the you reach the point when there's n- no redemption or return. Then it's an easy decision. Mm-hmm. When somebody's crossed a line, 
that there is no trust and all that. When you when somebody crosses a the line, there's there are lines. Right. When somebody crosses a line, okay, uh, you do gonna talk about it. You go to therapy. You do the whatever. You do the marriage counseling. And and the reality, there's three of us here, and we may have three completely different lines. So like like Jeanette could. When somebody crosses my line, yeah, you're cut out. Right. But what I'm saying is like what your what what is your line could be completely different than my line. Like yeah. maybe my line is like, well, you hooked up with that guy, you'll never do it again. Fine, but maybe my line is like, wait, so you got gang banked? Oh, I'm kind of okay with that. Wait, wait, wait. A, there was a there was a midget there. No, that's the line. That's it. That's, that's the line. line. If there was a midget there with that, I'm done. But what I'm saying is we all have different lines, right? Yeah, that's true. But and it's it's funny though, like. You're right, though. I think no, in a person's point, psyche, yeah, like, like or whatever our, our internal norm our deals are that we have, yeah. like you say, once you ha- once you feel that lines cross, you're like, all right, that's I can do this. That's it. Well, but there was but there was no re- there was no there was no. It wasn't like somebody was trying to come back. I mean, mm-hmm. It wasn't like somebody. This is a, this is it. I'd never want to see you again. There was like no hope. No, I don't didn't even want any right. Hope. It just disgusted me so much that I didn't want anything ever to ever yeah. see you. So I think I'll, I think I'll he just you. reached a point so let me, where let me ask there's you just this. nothing worth here, fighting for. Here, no, here, here's there's something. nothing worth fighting for. So here, here's something worth asking. So if there's a man. Get a new one. If there's a man thinking about <laughs> divorce, and I think this is probably like a realistic question. If there's a man out there right now, say like within one within our two people listening, one of them's a man. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. He might be married. But if he was going through a divorce, if he was thinking like, man, should I divorce my wife? I'm not sure. Like, what would be like a solid advice? Most men don't. 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 Most men, the only reason you would ever want to divorce your wife is Mm -hmm. if she's already left you in her heart, mind, soul, relationship-wise. That's it. And once that happens, you throw that trash out to the curb. Yeah. And let it burn. That's it. Yeah. There's no no going back to that. I I, I think Once what you that said is gone. There, yeah, it's gone. It's, it's over. Done. You're when out. when when she's already left you, heart, mind, and soul. Right. Because because you see people that go through problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you work them out. Right. You work them up before before they've left you. Right. And I was, you know, I was kind of blindsided by the yeah. whole thing. So, I mean, that we didn't even have the chance to do that. It was already post event that we start that i said well hold on let's talk i was trying to get my shit together you're to you're just trying to co- comprehend well, what was going what's on what's going on what happened here and what oh the, oh oh then i find out more about with from the kids and i find out more from oh you mean when i was here that was happening or when you know no 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 and then when i you know i mean there you you guys know the story you've been you're right and then. it's funny because it's like it wasn't like it gradually grew it's like you it showed up, yeah, and it was like and bam, just, bam, it just dropped on you. Yeah, it's like holy cow. I mean, that, I, I say holy cow because of my Midwestern upbringing. <laughs> yeah, but holy you know shit. what? <laughs> holy I, I almost wonder: would that be easier than having been here and had it gradually happen? And it, like, when it gradually happens, there's no disconnect. You would have had an. You would have had you arguments had ahead a, of time. Yeah, yeah. You would have had an. You would have been. It. Yeah, you right. would have been had it. arguments. You would have. You know, you would have had, had maybe multiple something. opportunities Jeanette, to get closer to your mic. Try your mic to make out. it yeah. work. There you go. <laughs> but, but I, I mean, I think it's, I, I think it's curious. Like, yeah. and, but I think what you said, like, 
if you feel that somebody's left you heart, mind, and soul, mm-hmm. you have to you have to realize that like, look, it's done. It's done. Just I mean, because before I because if you don't know what the shoe's going to drop, and you got to yeah. take control of the situation. Because you got your own sense of self worth yeah. and said, no, yeah. I'm, that is a line that I would not accept again. Yeah. I'm not taking leftovers. You, and you, and you, you very well knew in your, in your heart what your line was. I, and like I say, I'm no, one, I didn't. You didn't know what the line was for you. You just you like, you don't know. You don't plan these things until they happen to you. And then you had to make a decision and, and go. Make a dec- like if you're walking down the street. And see in front of you a little old lady mm-hmm. who trips and falls. Are you going to? You don't plan ahead. If I wake up today and I see a little old lady trip and fall, am I going to stop the car, get out of the car, go over across the street and help mm-hmm. her get up and get on her stroller again and walk? And right, you you don't plan these things ahead. Yeah, you're blindsided by them. Yeah. So ahead of time, it's nice to have to know yourself a little bit and have. You know, if maybe if and maybe happens, that's the key. Know yourself. Know yourself. Yeah, that's have a some, good. That's have, a good. Have some good you know, advice there. And 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 then that's why. And when things happen to guys, they are quiet, not because it doesn't affect them, but because we need to taste this in our heart, in our soul, in our mind. Well, what is this? What what's happening? And mm-hmm. then you get back to them later and said, "No, that's not acceptable." Right. Well, doesn't mean it didn't affect you. It's just quiet. You just well. Why are you not talking about this? Well, wait, hold on. Yeah. Step away. Let me. I would agree with you if about I, that. If you keep yeah. approaching me on this, I'm. I'm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I am curious. I think you're a smart guy, and you've been through a lot of things. So, having gone through the judicial system side of that, the judicial side of that. Yeah. Did that surprise you at all? Like how the judicial system works in terms of divorces? Was there like any surprises that you're like, what? Yeah. Yeah, like it's been, I don't know, The I've been divorced since April, uh-huh. but that's we're almost in a year now, and I, wow. I, the financial aspect hasn't been completed yet. Well, that the judge could say, okay, you're divorced, but I, I'll figure out the rest later on, and it's a year later. I'm still having that over my head, that I still have to pay. That I'm takes still so paying, long. I mean, I, the $30,000. My, With my, a lawyer, that, my, my yeah. Well, let's let me add another. My retainer was twelve, so twelve plus thirty. I owe twenty five right now. Wow. I just cut a check every month. It's like a credit card bill. Thank you very much. Every time the lawyer gets something from the judge or the court, they have to fill it out. They hit the little timer, like right. We're going to bill you for this much. Three hundred fifty dollars an hour. Wow. Wow. But the fact that one person. This judge could make has a final say on your financial situation that's going to impact the Every, rest I don't know of if I life. keep the house. My lawyer thinks I will because she hasn't been in for the past three years. But it, they could, it could go the other way because yeah. this is my second judge. First judge imputed my income at my San Diego wages. Which from that to here, that's like you know what I was making yeah, when I was here. That's yeah, that's my San Diego wages were a third of that. But they said you're a, you got your masters, you've earned this. This is your income. This is your tax returns. Everything else. So you're allocated a salary of six figures. We live in a town that doesn't even have a hundred thousand people yet. 
imagine and so so that's what it's it's like for the guy and she's the one that cheated and left the house and wow. wanted to go get her own little apartment with no bed for the kids she left the kids at home and everything so i had all the expenses all the maintenance and everything else for a house that we bought together on both our incomes both our names on the everything on the paperwork so i can't even refinance the house because she's the yeah. court hasn't di di divided the assets yet a year later in the court still oh no let's see how long has it been 2019 i remember the night november of 2019 i remember the night i was with november you. 11th 2019 19 i just came it's been a back while yeah you, you say that because we're in 2023 i know it's been it's been three years. Three years. I remember meeting you when you were in San Diego. I'd, yeah. We went and had a scotch. We had a scotch. We had talked about the job. I found out how much the job was, and I, you know, I moved on to other yeah. things. Yeah. Stayed there. But I finally, in October, I was like, that's it. I don't want to be here anymore. So I quit my job there. <laughs> yeah. Came home. Had already started maybe nursing school or prerequisites and yeah. stuff and was going to do something else. But then 10 days after I arrived, everything fell through. Everything crap. fell through. It's like, I don't want to be married anymore. It's like, well, you could have told me this when I was working, but let's go to counseling. Let's figure this out. What's happening? Well, then I find out the reasons. Wow. And then I find out from the kids what's going on. Then I find, then I, then. I mean, I'll, you know, obviously, I lost my shit. That's for crazy because that, that's not even year. between the parents anymore. Like, no. You're kiddos are involved. Stuff out. Kids yeah, are you're involved. finding all this stuff out from the kids. Wow. The kids. Anyway, so um, that's, you know, that's this has all been re a recovery three years later. Still, still, uh, but the judicial system is still oh, hanging over my head. That's just my, how much I've paid. Imagine yeah. what she's has to pay on her side. Yeah, doing. She probably has a thirty thousand dollar bill too. It was funny because I was listening to this guy being interviewed, and he's talking about divorce. And he says, "You know, when you get divorced, you want to split everything in half, but you don't because you get a third, she gets her third, and the lawyers get the rest. Mm. Essentially, yeah. Well, no, not necessarily. They get, you know. I remember meeting a lawyer." And said, "Well, this is pretty much pretty clear cut. You know, you're going to do fifty fifty. Yes, you're not fighting for custody. No, you know they should have their mom too, and whatever. Mm -hmm. I didn't know any better. I should have fought for custody and yeah. just thrown the book at her, thinking she's nuts. But um, I didn't know any different. But the right. Uh, I mean, how would you know? Like." Fight for custody, number one. Right. Okay. So because then you don't get shafted with having to pay child support. Right. If you do, if you don't have custody, then you should be paying child support. Right. But if you do, if you have fifty fifty, then neither one of you pays child support. So we don't have to pay each other's child support. It's not an issue. Right. Spousal support, it's nothing because she's a pro medical professional. I'm a medical professional, mm -hmm. or you know, healthcare. Yeah. And so neither one of us has to pay each other support. Right. It's just a clean cut, separate divide, division of right. assets. Your property, your properties are divided in half. You buy out the person, or you you sell it, and you move it on, move on. Wow. Whatever. 
And then the 401ks, your investment accounts, your bank accounts, everything you had worked for the past 30 years gets divided. Fortunately, I worked for 10 years before being married. So that goes in a 20 years marriage, 10 years having worked before that doesn't get counted. That's why I got a lawyer. They do the math essentially. Because they did the math and they saved me a hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Wow. Just from, you know, having but thirty I mean not and not a percentage of it goes, but think of my you know the yeah. what I had what I'm having to pay him every month. Right. Or what I'm what just going to court and everything else and so I, and I imagine the cost of paying a good lawyer definitely outweighs the cost it of it does. So that the there's truth to that a lawyer uh, so the first lawyer I went to, I said, "Hey, this is what it is." Is oh, here I'll just charge you three thousand dollars. At the time, it sounded r- ridiculous, like a bargain deal. No, no, it sounded very expensive. Why should I pay you three thousand dollars just to drop some papers and do this? Right. So we met at Starbucks with, you know, after a counseling session, divided things up. But then it got a little bit like, oh, but that's not really you. That's mine. That's a, oh, okay. This is bullshit. Don't talk to me anymore. Talk to my lawyer. As soon as I thought we, I thought, as soon as I realized that we weren't going to be a green eye to eye on on the division it got of ugly things, fast. it got real ugly. Because and then it got to be well, you know, well, I want to help. I, it's you know, you move. It's I'll stay in the house. Yeah, you already got your apartment. You're gone. Just don't come back to the house. Did you make a bang cocktail? Bang mimosa. <laughs> Wow. Mm. But nothing is... You know what? You asked me for what was surprising. Here, put some bang into this. Thing. Try that. The bang mimosa. <laughs> you know, it's the, the emotional term, um, thing was bigger surprise. Oh, do you have more bang? Yeah. So, so the... Uh, the put some bang in this. Not knowing what was going to happen next. So the not knowing. Not knowing is the worst, yeah. Oh, well, you got to balance that out with a little champagne. Not having... I, I mean, I, I guess I could see that because like... Because it's not like you go through divorces every day and you're like, all right, this is so going to happen. So I have a new theory. This is my this is my new... What's your new theory? New theory. I've thought about this for the past three years. Yeah. Don't ever get married again. What about... Okay. What, Relationships. What, what is the relationship to a man? What is the relationship to a woman? Um, for a relationship... No relationships. It's I will date... It's just break up. It's... Yeah. It's Honestly, better to date... Exactly. Nobody has to get married. But what, a, what about? Exactly. I don't want kids. Have... What about like a prenup though? What about we no, said those can be thrown out the door. Can they so go lucky. out the door? So like yeah. prenups don't like have very much legitimacy. That, and... No, I, I, from what I've heard, prenups are not not very. They're not, not like not, can't be all. I mean, because <laughs> we're not I'm, movie stars and we're not rocks, you know, rappers, and we're right. not talking millions of dollars. So a prenup could be done, but you know, uh-huh. I don't know if. Yes. Okay. A prenup. Whatever you have, I, whatever I have. I mean, unless it was specific, I guess that that would be the difference. And maybe I don't Let's, know. Even still, you know what? Right now, I don't care about a prenup. Yeah. It, because I'm not going to get married again. Yeah. Um. But if uh, for it's different for somebody who had hasn't had kids, for somebody who's mm-hmm. is younger, for my for my own sons. Okay. I mean, that's different. And yeah. There, he has nothing. He he's going to graduate. He's got his future ahead of him, career, whatever. Yeah. But it's totally different. But for, for I think for like an adult, for me, like us. for an yeah. adult, well, no, you don't have kids that, so, we, that you acknowledge in this country. 
<laughs> so, so what I'm saying is that no, a prenup, a prenup for you, yes, a prenup for you could be yes because it wouldn't get ugly because there's no children involved. There's no, but no, it's not. The, you don't do it for the children. You do it for your finances, for your right? Assets. Well, that's what I'm saying because I don't assets. have, I don't have any kids. So, like, say my ha- my asset was I have a house, I have uh, my 401k, I have like stocks and bonds. Everything that you had prior to entering yeah. should still be yours. Right. So the, getting a prenup saying, uh, uh, taking a baseline snapshot of where you're at now yeah. shouldn't be involved in your divorce. But think of it this way, Mark. I mean, both of you, 50% of marriages fail. What's the percentage? 50% maybe? Is it 50%? Like, 30, like around 30%. Now it's 30%? No, because I think, okay, um, I was um, I was researching that for that a while. That doesn't seem right. No, no, I was I was I was researching like this for a while. I was researching for a while, and because 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 it because so. I always came up in bar talk. Oh, like like this many yeah, marriages fell. Actually, is it a fallacy? It's actually it's it actually true? a lower number than you think. Okay, so let's I just think, put it this way. Yeah. So whatever it is, would you get on the airplane? We've talked about this. If you would you get on an airplane if there was only a fifty percent chance that you actually make it to the next. You know, landing? No. <laughs> even even at 30%. Even if it was a 30%. And I'm not saying, yeah. well, that's not the same thing. A plane crash. Fuck. How many men shoot, just kill themselves at after at 50 years old when they've been married for 20 years and lose their shit over it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that it's, 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 real. It's, it's real. It's real. It's, it's really bad for the man. Yeah. And you know what? Women think they're better off. But it's really bad for them too, because now is. they they think they're still they think they're still valued. Now they have kids in tow. Now they've yeah. been damaged. That's now they funny. got that's now you're right. Now they've got yeah. baggage. Now yeah. they, oh, I'm going to take the kids. I'm going to go do this. Well, that's bullshit. I'm a take the kids and see how many I'm a strong, men are interested in you. Beautiful woman. I'm successful. I'm amazing. So what? So what? Yeah. You're you're disagreeable. And you are argumentative. Mm-hmm. Do who who wants to be with that? Yeah. That's not what a man wants to be with. Right. Well disagreeable and argumentative. Well, here, here's the thing about men. And I'm a female now. No, no. Here's, here's the thing about men though. Hilarious. Here's the thing about men. You know, there's always I don't want to say a loser, but there's always somebody that wasn't good relationships. Maybe they have a good job. And so when they come across a divorcee that they find attractive that they'll swoop at because, like, they didn't have a shot at the hot chick. You know what I mean? Like, those, like, what, what? How's that saying? One man's garbage is another man's treasure. Treasure. Yeah. Yeah. All, that always exists, and so I think that always feeds into that fallacy of like, I'm better off without you, and I'm gonna be amazing. Well, there's always there's always a chump out there that never had luck with women. And when they meet that divorcee and all that, and they're, you know what I mean? I think that, I think there is some, that is true. But I also, th- I think where you're coming from though is spot on though, because you're right. Like, but you're I not also, that hot 20 year old that you were. not the same that, value. Oh. No, but I also yeah. think that it's not so much age or children. I think that when you have an ugly heart, it just follows you anywhere and people mm-hmm. see it. I yeah. mean, oh, absolutely. I mean, that's absolute. Like, who's going to want to yeah. be? Yeah. With anybody who's just—they don't see that. That's no. not what's that, shown. Yeah, no, it, you it only shows. find out no. later. Mm-hmm. No, it shows. I don't know. Yeah. You don't must know. be a very good uh, evaluator of, no. of of 
you know, judgment of because when you beat humankind, people, because when you're beating somebody for the first time, I'm looking they, at their heart. I'm just kidding. They always put the best foot best forward. Best forward. You and no, men are disguised. No, you'd be surprised that people. What you think the best foot forward is may not be the best foot forward for someone else. And sometimes let me tell you. Let me tell you. You never know when, when you're you dating a, a woman. When you're dating know, a woman really and good. Dario. Oh, when you're, when is you're there date- more beer? Huh? I'm going to go grab another beer. Yeah, there's a six-pack I feel of like woman. I'm the man here. You guys are with your cocktails in here. So, <laughs> so um, when you're dating a woman in Dario, you know this, right? Like when you're dating a woman, she always wears that sexy thong. But after she gets married, then you pull out you the, uh, the, the white holy underwear. You always get the best treatment. You always, then you get the old underwear after you're married. That's why you just, women just need just to lay state. out there. Just, no. No. From the beginning. Everybody <laughs> brings their best to the table. You date. You're with this person only in as much as it's beneficial to you. Because mm-hmm. you know what? If it's not, they're out of here. They, like they're there gone. There should be a book written about this. I'll be right back. Oh, there's plenty. Oh, I'm, there's sure, plenty. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. <laughs> I think Jeanette is getting triggered. I think we're, it's a micro Jeanette, are you getting upset with us? <laughs> it's getting real in here. <laughs> no, seriously. And you know, you know, I honestly I've never said this before. And you know, since there's only three of us mm-hmm. in the room, yeah. you, me, and the one other person listening. Um I, I'm not upset about this just because you got, men and women are not <laughs> that much but you know, dissimilar. I feel like I've had conversations like this with my girlfriends. Yes. And you guys have the same Here you conversation. Go. What do the girls say? The same things you guys are saying. So Here's the deal. I have a brother. The same thing. I have I have many brothers. I I probably have brothers I haven't met because my dad was a my dad was out there living his best life. Your dad, your dad was exercising his options. He was he did and he did really well. So, but your mother probably knew about it. She did know about it. So she knew about it, but she said it isn't worth it to lose my shit over this. Yeah. I enjoy what I have. You know what's funny? I'll take what I have. You know. So you know what? You what's know what? the difference? You, in you know, you, this never happened in earlier generations. You know, no, it did. It probably, it probably did even more. You, it probably more because you couldn't find out about it because no, nobody put it on social media. It happened more because men were different than here. It happens now. It happens less because men give in to are subservient to their women. No, Men's no, are pussies it now. happens. It happens pussies. all the time. Men are yeah. pussies right now. And you know what? And you know, not only that, everybody puts everything on Instagram, so oh, you yeah. get caught right away. No, no, okay. You get so, caught right away. <laughs> yeah. I mean. How do you get caught on Instagram? I don't the know. dude's not going to put shit on Instagram. Or she, or she does, and she doesn't know that he's no, with somebody. No, it's not so much like that. I, people like, That's the problem. People, people like will post something about their location. It's like. Oh, you said you were People check in on Facebook and it shows where you're at. Yep. Like, what it's are you like, doing there? What are you doing there? You said you were going to go to Walmart. That's a miscommunication. <laughs> but you know That's what? A misunderstanding. In the 1920s, oh, I'm sorry. you thought we were in a relationship. But That's in the, the first in the 1920s, I could I could be married and be like, "All right, honey, I've got to go do a business trip this week." Um, it's going to oh, be. Oh, it's very. It's very. Um, uh, what is that? Um, Dang it. Huh. Beers are talking. Um, <laughs> damn it. Don Draper from yeah, like Mad Men. Yeah, Mad Men. It's very Mad Men where they are constantly out on business trips. And then the ladies are like, you know, beautiful, like trophy wives. And they're at home. But, and, but you think and about. getting cheated on like right and left. Have you seen Mad Men? But no. you think it's about like show. the Mad, Mad Men's pretty good, actually. Great I think you'd enjoy show. it. You would enjoy you would, it. You would really enjoy it. I, okay. Um, like guys, ha- uh, men having a meeting. 
like a business meeting. And then during the business meeting, they pull out the Cristal with scotch. Oh, yeah. Would you like a drink? And pull out the cigars. And, you know, and then the, 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 the secretary walks in and all the men are like, oh. And then well, because when she hired, walks in, they all kind of laugh. They hired like the bustiest, most beautiful yeah. woman in the tight. And I, dress. you know, I think that time did exist. But well, I think, I think, I think, I think, I think, I think in the 19th, but I think in the 1920s, as a man, I could tell my wife, well, um, I've got to go with with Dario to go do a business trip. We're going to go work on a contract. Maybe it was maybe our business trip was one day in El Paso. In the next four days, we go to Las Vegas. But it was our business trip. But see, that's that's I would disagree with that. I don't think that that's right. If you are married, if you're in a relationship, that's if you you don't cheat. You're right. with. But oh, yeah. just- my but what I'm saying is. I am if I'm if I'm in that then yeah. I will be what I was before. Right. Right? I and 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 I don't have a problem with that because that's what I want. Right. Right now I will not have I will never have anybody that I will that can do that to me again. Right. And that can because now I know I've been I the switch is on. Now I know what it's like out there mm-hmm. and I know that my expectations are um it's like are, you've seen you've seen the worst no traditional of it. females anymore that are going to keep their vows so you've seen the worst of it and now moving forward you know how to protect yourself exactly yeah so i'm not gonna get into and, that situation. and you know what there's nothing wrong with that either well but here's the problem here's the here's the problem the women that i date want a relationship but that's no different than the woman that i married she wanted a relationship she wanted to get married the women that I date want a relationship and want to remarry. But okay, men that's... have to learn their lesson and say, why do the same thing over yeah. again? And knowing the statistics that they yeah. are now, I will be in the I, I will date. Yeah. If I like you and I want to be commit to you, yeah. then I will be in a relationship with you. Yeah. yeah. If I marry if I reach a point that I actually marry you, shame on me. Because expecting a different result, it, yeah. you know, that from what today is like, you know. And I used to ju- be judgmental of my friends that were not married, living together, you know, from the religious background, you know. Did you have that, like, that religion sense to be like, you're yes. living in sin? Yeah. I, yes. Because I've never known that from you. Well, I was, oh, yeah. I, did you know I was in the priest, I was in yeah. the four yeah. years in the seminary? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to yeah. be a Catholic priest. You see, we didn't we yeah. didn't meet, yeah. Um, yeah. Dario in those those days. And and yeah. I was okay, but eventually I thought, okay, that's not where my strength is. Yeah. Um. I I will get married. I you know I I left the seminary. I didn't want to go ahead with four more years to to do to get ordained. And I said, okay, I want to go be a missionary. So I went to Japan. And is that how you ended up there? That's how I ended up in Japan for a year and a half. Came back to the U.S. and decided, nope, I'm not going to go back to graduate school to be get my Master's of Divinity and go to the seminary there and yeah. become a priest for the diocese. Instead, what did I do? I did mission work in Venezuela. I did mission work in, uh, I don't know, different things and stuff. That's and cool, though. That's a cool opportunity, though. Well, shit, I graduated yeah. from college thinking about, reflecting about my life what I wanted in my future, whereas most of my buddies were thinking what color car they're going to get when they graduated. You were thinking a bigger picture. I was, I was thinking of huge what, picture. What exactly? I was thinking of of committing myself to the church to be 
uh, I don't know, a, a, a different type of person a, you know, all per- together. Exactly. And I said, no, no, I didn't, I didn't have a strong enough relationship. Oh. I felt at that time with God or oh. what powered me, you know, with Jesus. Did I, and the did I ever tell you about my church, friend? The whole thing. Um, he's from Chicago and, uh, um, his, his mom was a single, oh, is that like a single mother raising him? I don't remember if he had any siblings. I don't think he did. And a, a priest, she befriended a priest, and they fell in love. Yeah, that's beautiful. And uh, um, for him to break his vows was like a serious oh, yeah. thing. And he, um, so he, uh, and and my and my friend, <clears throat> you know, he's an old, he's a, he's a much older gentleman than all, any of us here. But um, living in Chicago, he was talking about being a kid, and he would call him the church police. I don't know who they were. They're probably like some sort of you know. Somebody from the diocese, but as a child, he remembered them as a church police that they would go looking for him because his mom and this and this former priest were living in the hospital um, in like in an apartment, and they'd be there. They'd all be quiet in the apartment. They, these diocese people would be at the door, boom, 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 boom. He's like, "We know you're in there. Oh, wow. Come on out!" And That's like it was like, but you're, but you're talking to like, you're talking like sixty years ago. Yeah. So you're talking about like the nineteen what fifties, so forties thing. I'm thinking about it as you're speaking. I'm thinking, what would make me want to get married again? You'd want, you'd have to be like, you, you'd have, I'd have to, to be vulnerable again like that. Right. It, right. It, it, I don't have it in me anymore. I don't ever want to give up, give somebody else that power to hurt me ever. Right. Again, to the point that when we went parachuting and I didn't even care if I opened up my chute. I remember, I remember that conversation where you said you were like, you're I like, was thinking I, twice about it. Yeah. I didn't care. I, it didn't matter. Of course, I was, you know, there was other people. Yeah, 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 it's going to happen no matter what. But everybody said, oh, wasn't that the greatest thing? Everybody was high. I, I probably was so loaded up on antidepressants that it didn't phase you me. You were really mellow. I was mellow. And you I, made a comment not long after we jumped. And it didn't occur to me until you made that comment that about how mellow and how. I was. You're all, I was so relaxed on my way to I faced. Yeah. I had already died. Yeah, you said I'm something already after our conversation that I think it was you were talking about that. You're like, I didn't have anything to live for. You know, now it's different. Now, yeah. you know, I got my kids. I got my, I got the next 30 years. I'm 55, 30 years. Uh, you know what? 20 years, 30 years, I'm 85, 90. Yeah. I don't know. I have 40 years. And you know, you're a great, and, you're a great looking guy. Well, I, you know, oil of Olay and, <laughs> and, another, <laughs> and a so lot of, if they could at least sponsor. a lot of sleep, I guess. <laughs> Sleep and oil of LA. It's it. it's a sca- it's a scary saying. prospect this day and age we live in because people's values, not just you know, I'm sure things happened in the old days, but um, but in terms of individual people's values, they're so different than what they used to. Where people okay. would try because they you know they're like, well, look, I made a commitment to you. Let me try. Let me do this. Whereas now it's like, yeah. It's so that. selfish. It is. So, so yes, marriage is great. You know, being married. I used to remember, I'm so glad I'm not dating out there. I'm, not, I'm so glad I'm not doing But you know what? What happens is that if the man is relaxes, if the yeah. man does not main, pers- continue to pursue what they say, excellent. If yeah. the man loses his, you know, the woman is like, has the choice to say, well, I don't want to be in this anymore. Right. And take half your shit. You and know, leave it, and it, go it, because they found somebody else at that time. I they would, won't do it 
it's not like the person who finds a job and who is working at a company yeah and and quits because they don't like that company that uh, job yeah and then goes out and goes to search for another company usually it's they got called by a recruiter and they compare the two things, the two yeah. jobs. You're going to pay me more. I have more vacation. Yeah. I have a new and something new and different, a better, a di- different city. Right. Then they say, okay, they'll sign on the dotted line with the other one, mm-hmm. or they'll commit to it. Say, yes, I'll take that job. And then they put in their two notices, two weeks notice at where they were. Right. And but yeah. always having that in the other hand. That's yeah. I. Res- I don't that. That is what happened to me. So I respect more the person who says, well, I don't, you know, they get a recruiter calling them every once in a while. Mm. They get hit on at the gym. They Mm. get hit on at their office. They get hit on somewhere else. It's the same thing. The recruiter's calling you. You you feel flattered. Oh, really? You want me for this job? Okay, let me interview for it and then see it. But then let me go back to my existing employer and say, look, can we improve these things? Can we make it better? I really want to stay here and I want to, I want to, you know, right. whatever it is. When you, when, you know, or they just say, no, I'm not, I'm not into this anymore. They quit their job and then they start looking for something else. That's mm-hmm. different. Yeah. Then, you know, I, I just think that, you know, going back to the original premise of the question what would what what my theory is from moving yeah. forward for 2023 and the future it's like there's no reason why i should fall into what that what a, what the what the woman wants you if know she it, she it's better off for her to get right. a committed relationship lock you in uh-huh. and get you in a relationship get get married because they know that the man it typically won't mm-hmm. leave the woman the man right. is more committed to this more it's, vested it's, it's something it's about more vested yeah. the woman has is the one that often will say and the statistics will prove it if we start looking them up you'll see it that they're the ones that say i'm not into you as much anymore so i'm gonna leave i'm not in love with you anymore. a man exactly yeah. a man will say yes you had three babies i still am invested in this relationship yes i don't get laid every weekend right but yes you don't wear the red panties anymore you oh, wear the cotton bitch. undies or whatever that you know son what you were saying bitch. you guys have the same conversations as women exactly what you guys say is hey exactly i buy new sexy underwear every month you know what um like, and it's funny it's wear, men are still in love with their work they wives. still you know pierce brosnan you guys are so he's an he's a very a, a, a handsome older man now he was james bond and um when he started dating his wife she was beautiful oh, you hear that story? And she had like she had um, all their children, and somebody said, "Why are you with your wife? Like she's not this bombshell um, of a woman star. anymore." Yeah, movie. And you know she's her body's a train wreck because she had all these kids. And he says, "That's the mother of my children. Right. I'm in love with her, and yeah. uh, you know, and uh, um, she stuck it out with me, and I'm going to with her because she's raising my family." Yeah, exactly. Um, you, it's cute. You, you dance with the one you yeah. you you who brung you. You know, it's you funny because I was asked. Twice. That's what your vows were for life. For life, not for I'm feeling gonna, today. Yeah. But I, I was asked twice mm-hmm. uh, by two different individuals out of country, and says so like, "Hey, you know, aren't there like beautiful girls in, in the United States you want to date? Like, like, why, why, why do you like me?" And I said, "I said, you know, there's beautiful women everywhere. 
I'm not saying there's not United States, you know, whatever, wherever you go, beautiful women everywhere. Every woman's beautiful in their own way, one way or another. And uh, and I said, and I and I had this conversation again recently, and I was like, you know, there's just something about those costumbres, those values, that once you go back into the old country, that you kind of don't find as often here anymore. I could see that. I could see that. And 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 you know, and it's it really is. And there's and 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 as if I got, I, I know myself as I've gotten older, it's like. I kind of appreciate it more than I ever have. But don't be fooled. Because yeah. you make a choice based on that, like I did. Yeah. And guess what? Yeah. Once they, once they, once, yeah. if you lose your shit for whatever reason, yeah. you decide to retire, you decide to, to you know, I want to take a sabbatical. Yeah. You, you yeah. lose your status. Like you lose it. your position. Yeah. You know? You start doing something that you want to do instead of something yeah. that they feel keeps you in a highest position. That's a good point. They will turn on, find something else. They won't turn on you. I want, and once pressure. they have something else, there's a lot else, of pressure on you, men. No, but I feel like I feel like that's yeah, a kind of a common crazy. theme. I feel like that's a common I'm theme I've seen on like a movie. Something new. I feel like what's that Kevin Spacey movie? Huh? Um, uh, a Beautiful Mind? Oh, no, yeah. not a Beautiful no, no, Mind. No, no, no. No, I know what the, you're talking the about. The movie with the bag. The bag and the butterfly. The, the kid. Kidney. Yeah. What the heck is uh, that? American Story or Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. We're just saying words. Uh, American with the rose, Pie. Uh, no. With the roses. I know what you're talking about. So with the he's, girl. And, and there's a. Girl. So and the roses. I think. And it's so, the like, one with, um, there's a there's a high school kid. He's videotaping a bag being blown in the in the in the wind, and she goes, "What are you doing?" And he goes, "It's beautiful." And there's like a bunch of and so Kevin, Kevin Spacey leaves his job and all that. And his wife ends up hooking up oh, with some other guy. She's hooking up with the realtor. Yeah, and, yeah. And he's and so supposed to do. He says he says fuck this. And then so then he he's at the he goes through the drive through at the burger joint. And she pulls up. And she and she's like uh, he starts asking her about what she does <laughs> and all that. And he's like, where do I apply? And he starts working there. But kind of the same thing though. You know what I mean? Like. He, he just got sick of the rat race, got rid of his um, status yeah. right at that pivotal moment. Then his wife's already cheating on him. And yeah. yeah, that's and, you know, and I think that I mean, I gosh, that sucks because I think that everyone goes through that thing where, you know, you have this ambition to get a good job. You want this great life. Do you and, have an ambition for a good life and a good job? Um, I have an ambition to. Pay bills. I think Jeanette has an ambition for the great cock. Mm. Wow. And if and if there's a there. job, well, you know what? Wow. And the great job comes out of working the great cock. Um, so it's like a two for one for her. So obviously this terrible. will never be on YouTube. I know. I hope so. <laughs> I'm like, this will be a, because you, we talked about a lot of personal stuff here. Yeah, this um, will never be posted. Yeah, Mark. <laughs> so yeah. The, That's why we don't have... Um, our fact checker's face on the camera. And, wow. And uh, that's why me and Jenna always lob these things at each other. Dude, but we say this stuff <laughs> not in front of a camera. It's all. So, you know, it's terrible. So, it's like, so as we're really? editing the video, it's all bleep, <laughs> bleep, <laughs> you know, bleep. I think we I may like, have lost like, a, a sponsorship like, on that definitely. one. Definitely. So where's the, where's the button? Everybody should have like a button on, on their side of the table. And so while in the middle of a conversation, yeah, you, just, you hit your button and it goes, <laughs> while you're talking, it's just like, Beep. Beep. The moon comes around. The moon and then... 
There's a special effect. Look at how good were the mimosas today. They were They're delicious. freaking good. And I, I'm, a little I'm still like, yeah, no. What should I do? You know, and so and you and you know, we we had this whole agenda today because so I'm after, so surprised. I had a really good point, but dang, we won't we sorry, won't go we won't go there because we need to like stop. Yeah, we need to stop. Um, these are usually conversations that I'll. Well, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it kind of goes on the theme though, like what, when you're what? drinking with your friends, you have <coughs> you're real you're, <coughs> you're, you're having right. bar talk. It's funny where it goes, but um. Like after our last conversation, like we were talking about disclosure and UFOs, and actually our theme was to kind of touch base on that. Remember, we talked about the Silurian hypothesis, what that was. Oh yeah, I and forgot about that. We didn't go anywhere near that today. No, we. That was actually our intention. So, so, so here's, I, I'm still kind of confused. I, okay, so women want a relationship. <laughs> no, right? oh wait, wait, no, no, wait, hold on. Yes, yes, they do. But I did have an original. <laughs> Thought. Okay. Um, oh, you guys on. have a America, lot of America. Can you please, everybody, this stop what you're doing? Jeanette has an original. Stop. No, please. no, 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 no. I no, it wasn't original. It was just a what I was. I need say. the I need before, the time stamp before, of this wait, moment right I now that Jeanette it. has. Before, before you said big cock, so let's just <laughs> let's just continue after big cock. We're talking about a rooster. <laughs> the big oh. rooster. Listen, after your can big just, rooster. No, can no, I just no, say no, something? Speaking of speaking of the rooster, finish. Let her finish. Because he he'll never shut up. So yes, you guys have a lot of freaking pressure on you guys. It's funny because there's there's different kinds of pressures. I think you're right. You're right. (laughs) There are there are there's different kind of pressure. So like in job, there's performance. But I think that I think that everyone goes through this. I think that there's a rat race out there. Hold on, there's definitely a rat race out there. But there's different kind of pressures. But man, I I didn't realize this. But man, I guess maybe I'm starting to say think. Or C, so, you all feel the pressure more than women because women at some point do get tired and they think to themselves, so, you know what? I'm going to stop. At, at some point yeah. in my life, I want a simpler life. I mean, you want... I think everybody does. We all have goals. We want to achieve things. We want to make a difference because I'm still there. I'm still so, not over it. So, uh, but at is, some point, I'm going to get tired and I'm probably going to just give it but all up and they but, can. move, but they can move have away. A, they can have a simpler life. But they don't admire that in their man. So that's what I was going to say. This is down to the pressure. You guys there's different kinds of pressure, and then you guys feel like there's. I mean, okay, for a guy, for a guy, there's different kind of pressure. It's like a status thing. So for a guy, there's different kind of pressures. You have your pressure to perform at a job. You know, if you go to the gym, there's there's pressure there because you want to look good like the other guy. So you have all these different pressures, but within your family, who when you have a kid, who's who who's the kid's hero? His dad. Yeah. So there's, like you say, there's a certain status. And then your wife, your wife, you know, she loves you, but she also loves who you are. And you're not just the busy bee, but you're the head honcho. No, they're comparing you to somebody else. And if you're lower than this other person that they think that they can get, they're going to go for that. And so the minute the man decides to to relax, the minute the man decides that, oh, I've got it made. I already got the, the person I'm in love with. I can't get hurt. I'm fine. I'm comfortable. I'm yeah. great. The minute you get comfortable and you stop pursuing the best, the best that you you can be, where they you lose the admiration mm-hmm. of the person you're with. Unless she's right at the same point with you, then you're fine. That could happen too, right? What do you mean at the same point? Where with you? where she's where she's like you know you've worked hard. We're at a good place. 
why are you killing yourself to do that? You know, like you if she's at the same place. That's, yeah, right. and, that, and I think that but, there's different but, people. But there's, for... no, I mean, not all couples are like that. So, nah, you yeah. know, I, I, I worked with this guy. Great guy. Yeah, at the time. It's the whole reason why the women don't like the I think we're going like to start drinking Midori at this point. But I think, but there was, there was, a, there was this guy I worked I with, and he was an interesting cat. Like, you know, he get out of work, and him and his wife go smoke weed. They're both into that. She was a waitress, and he was doing deliveries. Um, you know, and I think people like them where they're like, do we need this? Do we want it? Are we happy where we're at? Well, we're happy where we're at because you're doing this. So there's people that are happy there, but then there's people – they want more. I think it maybe maybe it's your worldview. Maybe it's like what you. I think so it, I, I don't know yours and your spouse's different. expectations. Yeah. Maybe you know what I mean. But okay, this is something. It just I don't know if anyone's ever asked. Did you guys go into this marriage with an expectation of these? Were you guys both on the same page about this? Well, Dario. And not only that, Dario no, no, was no, no, a no. stallion and a stud. And if I married <laughs> a stallion, and, hold on. If this might be an interesting thing to say, this might be an interesting thing to say though. If I married a stallion and a stud, and in twenty years I expected you to be a stallion and a stud, and th- suddenly you were thinking of stepping out of the race, what would my perspective on you of you well, be? No, no, no. Exactly. I'm not saying that. I'm no, not, no. I think that's a valid point. I think that after so many years of marriage. If you guys had gone into a relationship like this, but one of the things that happens that people don't ever foresee is people evolve. Every 10 years, I kept, I keep hearing, you become a oh, different person. We, we grew apart from each other. No, you evolve. Or yes, you that's can, that, but that's that you can shit. still be different Sorry, people, but still Don't listen saved. to Jeanette talk about her new age foo-foo-ness. Oh my gosh. You, and that was the bullshit that she started, told the kid one night. That what? We, you know, Daddy, and we just that's bullshit. But you no. stepped that away from the marriage. Yeah. Here's the thing: when that's you're a, when you're a spouse, you when do, you're though. a spouse, that's yes, you both like. grow old. But you know what? As you change, your husband changes because it's going to happen. But you know what? If you're in it, if you're in it for the long haul, you have to realize, you know what? Then why get married? Well, I have to. If you I, grow apart, then why it's do you like, get married? No, no, because well, no, no, the reality is we do change as we grow, but the reality is, is like if you're married, okay, you know, my wife is changing, but you know, I'm kind of in it with her, so you know, I'm going to well, kind of figure out who if she you is. If you get married, you sign and up for all so of the, the evolution. So, so and the, but the wife, the, the wife has to do I'm the saying. same thing, though. The wife has to exactly. say, like, my husband, he's changing too. Maybe he's not the salient stallion my in the sack anymore. My original point was, <laughs> or did, did you guys grow, did you guys start off with the same mindset being married and then... Did Who knows? you change in one way and did she change another? They were, they were a couple of... Yeah, yeah she, she, she changed. She <laughs> She changed. She she lost she her. Definitely she lost. She lost it. We don't know. We don't know, Jeanette. You know, there are probably a bunch of she young compared, kids. She compared yeah. me to whatever she had thought no. she could get. No. And the minute she she realized that when I left, that she wasn't going to get that, and she was tossed to the street by no. everybody. She'll no. hopefully she'll grow old and die alone. And that's mm. that is the promise that yeah. we hope for twenty twenty. <laughs> Look at, I think I think what we've determined right now is twenty twenty three. Make some realistic goals. No no resolutions. Make some reasonable goals. And and you know what? If you're gonna get married, if you're with somebody, you're gonna get married. A, do you have to get married? Um, B, but B, if you're gonna do it, really think it through. 
because this is the one thing that can really, if it didn't pan well, it could really bite you in the this butt. Because you know what? If you buy a truck and the truck's a lemon, you sell it back. You sell it to somebody else. You get rid of it, right? But whereas a marriage, you can't just unwind it and sell it or something. There's some repercussions to it. So like, hey, if you're going to invest in a marriage, really think it through. Just I mean, don't, just don't do it. Yeah, I mean that's that's don't just well the rea- the reality. There are kids that are going to get married this year. Really, there's there's kids that are going to get married this year. So if that's something that's up your alley, really think about the decision you're making and think about the person you're you're marrying. Because if this person that you're marrying, if if they're not going to grow with you and appreciate who you're going to be in 20 years, you really need to evaluate that now, which is a hard thing to do if How you're 20 do you years know old. That? You don't yeah, know that. I know, right? I mean, is the person is the is the person in love with the status symbol? I mean, be maybe it's like be honest with yourself. I don't know, right? It's security for the woman, <sighs> man, because the man because they know that you know once they get married, they're more likely to have you know that that yeah. uh, that protection, that support, that you know, yeah, and they have somebody you know to grow old with. What a tough for men. It's cockamamie. Wow, and we—I mean, I'm so happy we didn't start off on a positive note. I'm—I'm I'm so happy that we didn't go—we didn't start talking about UFOs. I'm so happy we didn't start talking about. Positive, but it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. But it's you know what? Thing. It's a good thing to be aware of the situation and these are know these, yourself. You know, these know are yourself. indeed conversations that you have to have, and you know, you can't—you can't avoid hard conversations. Well, you know, no, this is a realistic conversation. This is a realistic conversation that many people have all the time. And we live in a first world country oh. where. This exists. Yeah, I don't think they do. I don't I think, think men and do. women have that conversation. No. No, I, mean, I think no, women I think. say, "I want a relationship." Yes, whatever you say, honey. I want a relationship too. Then they they lie about what they w- are willing to give be- because they want to make her happy. I you know what's funny? That, I think you know that what's funny? The difference I, I like you dating now and you dating. You know, 20 years you know what's ago, you know what's funny is um maybe it's still the same. So, so I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, right? From time to time. I mean, probably not as much as I used to. But one thing he talked about was dating and divorce and all that. He says, like, you know, when you're going to go on a date, he says, go jerk off first. He goes, because you know what happens when you're, when you go out on a date and you meet a woman and you're all up into that and you want that, like, snatch really bad. Something about Mary. And yeah, he goes, and he goes, guys, something, your, your head just goes out the window. You're not thinking with your wind, with your head name, or you're thinking about with something else. Yeah, oh. and so he would and he would always say like, "Go bust a nut real fast," so that way when you go on a date and you're meeting this girl, you're actually thinking and you're you're actually like analyzing her. Hey, is this a good person who I want to get with? Or that's funny. It is because it's like because you think about it, like like think you know I know I know myself. Don't date horny. Yeah, because when you're horny. You don't think don't about things horny. so thoroughly, especially like when you're like remember us in our twenties. You don't think about that at all. You're like, that chick's fucking hot. I just want to get and her then, pants. And then I you just wake wanna... up in the morning and they're laying on your arm and you say, you kind of grab, you kind of grab, you grab ugly. the hair and you pull the head up and you're like, oh shit, what did I I'm do? Chew off my arm. From this yeah. One. Yeah. Because I had, I was the horny goggles. You know what though? Goggles. But that is true with men. So like, probably, it's not true with women. I don't know if it's true with women or not. I don't know, but I can, I can say with us men, that in terms of women, yeah. once, once we, once we want to get that chick and we're taken by her and like she's got, you know, in a sense, the best that, thing that ever happened was these apps. That was because you think that 
if men put their profile and said, uh-huh. no, what is the, some of the profiles? I just opened up an app the other uh-huh. night. Um, uh, which I, I looked hope, at I, Tinder. I hope it wasn't Grinder. No, no, Grindr it was. was no, is that the gay one? <laughs> Okay. No, no, it was. Uh, no, no, it was Okay Cupid. Yeah, it was. That, uh, that stupid one. Okay, Bumble, which was kind of. Yeah, you know weird. those those apps work in bigger cities better. Okay, they really do. My buddy had a Bumble Tinder. account. I opened up Tinder. Yeah, and I wanted to see if I just be honest with it. I just don't. Yeah. What is your level? One of them. I don't know which one, but said, "What do you want? Yeah. Relationship, marriage, uh-huh. or relationship towards marriage?" And said, so "Just for fun." Yeah, you know, just bottom line, be honest. Yeah, put just for fun, no commitment, yeah. something like that. Yeah. You know, whatever it was. There's a whole bunch of people there. There was, but there's less than the ones that the guys that lie and say I'm open to relationships and they're all blah blah. blah, no blah one is. All those. You know, <laughs> no yeah. I just so I just put down and I didn't even put a picture. Yeah. I didn't even use my real name. I used yeah. a pseudonym, and I put like two pictures where you don't see me. My face. But you're like an activity. Because the minimum was two pictures, right? Yeah. So you had to put two pictures in there. You don't see my face. Didn't even use my real name. I said I was as base as possible. Boom, boom, boom. The, 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 you had to answer like 50 questions. Minimum was five. Do did you want you, a relationship? No. You did want you just fun? Yes. Did you try jdate and farmers.com? <laughs> jdate and farmers.com? You know, we should open it. We should Is open that a it. real thing? No, it just sounds like I just yeah they're, they are real. But so the pictures that I got I just back think that from I, people we that could, I matched I with. I create a better app for if yeah, it's just it's sex, interesting, right? There was sex? one from one from uh, Mexico's uh-huh. uh, like uh, what's it? What, a city in Mexico with the V? You basically, Veracruz. No, Veracruz. Wait a minute, what, what, I matched what with a girl me? from Veracruz. You basically just put a picture of. Like your dog, Halo. But, yes. And all of a sudden, you get all these messages. No, it was me doing something yeah. without okay. my face okay. present. Yeah. I'm not going to say what I was doing. So basically, yeah. you were just a warm body. Yes. That's what the art app should be called, warm body. Warm body. Warm body. You know, let's start our body. let's start our own the app and let, let's let's we should start a new app. Let's warm figure well, let's figure out simple criteria to the point. Look, here's the thing. I want to I want to take I'm someone alive. on a trip. The simple I, criteria yeah. is you're alive. I, you know, I got a, I got a trip that I want to go on. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going with this other guy who's bringing a, the, a, a girl. Yeah. Different girl than the one I saw last time with him. Yeah. Different girl than the one I saw before with him. Yeah. It seems like he's having a lot of fun. I want to go to Hot Springs. So I, I, yeah, can I find an escort that looks good in a bikini that will just come with me for the weekend and I'm going to get a spa? I mean, not a hooker. But just somebody. I just want to find a But let's be honest. No, sex I just want to find a, a date. Sex would be nice. I want no. You know what? <laughs> Fine. I'll get double bed. Fuck it. I'm not going to get a double bed. I'm going to get a king size bed. You sleep on your side. I'll sleep on this side. Whatever. But huh. listen, I just want <laughs> company. Tell where me. I can go. I need and, to know what you your budget is. Your shit. You know, I need to know what your budget is and figure out what a good commission cost was, and I think I can set that up. Dude, I think that we should like a beautiful stop. woman who's I think we good should, company. Like, stop talking. So we could like start setting up this app before someone takes it from us. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> we need a coder. <laughs> we need a coder. I'll talk to Victor. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Here's well, here's what's funny. Stop talking about our app. No, no. Here's what's funny though. Think about something like OnlyFans. Think Who? about something like OnlyFans, right? Well, yeah. So uh, you OnlyFans that will actually uh-uh. go on a date. Yeah, because you but you think about like so the porn industry online, Pornhub, and all that it used to be. Yeah, because it used to be porn was only like VHS and all that. You had to buy it, but then the internet came along. Okay. And then you had like the porn sites. But OnlyFans isn't only porn. 
is it? I mean, it's like no, no, them but that's that's essentially what it is. It's like it's like girls, like OnlyFans is like. So it turned into an OnlyFans. It's kind. Of, I've, I've I've kind of thought about this. How did OnlyFans happen? And what's funny is the because girls. no, because they sell the a fetish. Industry. They huh. sell a fetish, and right. they can but, sell whatever fetish. You know, there's a book. Like. There's a book called Outliers. About yeah, the Malcolm right, McDo- McDonald. Yeah, Malcolm it, McDonald. And it's, a, it's about the right idea at the right time and yeah, everything. The cam but, girls. But think about that only, with in terms of OnlyFans. Yeah, you got so, teachers so, earning $30,000. So with, nobody wanted to be on the porn site because of stigma. And then they weren't making any money. They weren't making a lot of money if they were doing porn porn. But suddenly somebody came up with the idea said, yeah, and there were cam girls, but still, it wasn't like anything big. But suddenly, somebody came along and said, "Hey, I make this website where if you're attractive and you do thing, you could do things and send sell your videos." So, how, what do we have to do to see this OnlyFans thing? Is that just on? A, is that a, basically you make a, a username and you just you pay a month or what? Yeah, there's like a monthly subscription. Some girls, some and some girls charge you like five dollars. Some charge you twenty. Some charge more if they value themselves. And if then, right, right, no, no, really, more than a dollar. really. So, so, so oh there's this OnlyFans thing, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then, right. and then they have like they have like a feed where they send you messages. Hey, I'm doing nothing. I'm in a bathtub. You want to pay? You want to pay for the exclusive video of me being in a bathtub? So you pay extra. And so then, it's like signing up for something, and then oh, purchases. And so they may they may charge you five, ten, fifteen, twenty dollars, and then you get like their five minute video of them in the bathtub. Be like, oh, look Good at me for them. Okay, but but, but what? You might get but what a concept! <laughs> what might. a con! But what a concept of a, like how porn has gone from online and now you have a teacher that's super attractive and she makes an OnlyFans account which people anybody can follow her on and, and suddenly she's world. making look at the map behind you mark yeah you open this up to a dollar an hour but there's billions of people that can access this you know how many i wonder if you look at the oh. breakdown how many people from china russia canada are looking into this this so let me tell you can i tell you something are you have your, your own you site? have an only no. <laughs> yes yes what i do is, like, is okay. what i do is i, I well, you just, are an only I, just, I don't want to tell you my my penis idea because i was gonna do for only fans anyways is there, no, no, is no, there no, other men in only fans there are men on there too you're gonna dress it up you already Gar- have some too. costumes that you bought. So, okay, so I was, so I was, I was at a country. I was at a country, mm-hmm. and um, I was meeting up with this beautiful woman, beautiful Latina woman, and like, you know, like a one to ten scale, she's like a twenty. Wow. Does she know she's a twenty? Yeah, she knows. And, and why she was Let's into me, that. I don't know. Well, and should she want you to pay her? No, was no, she no, a no, 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 no. Was she only fans? Very, very appreciative. She was very appreciative. Sign up to for OnlyFans. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, so she lives. She lives like in a in a, in a third world country, mm-hmm. you know, and um, doesn't have a lot of money, but you know she makes sense to me. And so we meet up, like take her out for tacos and all that. And she's very thankful. We have a great time, like. So one day we get talking. She's like, you know, well, I don't really have a job, and I'm here. I'm here in this country um, because of the relationship with my home country. My home country, there's no work, and I'm here in this. I'm like, oh yeah, I get it. I get it. And she goes, you know, and I I make like hot chocolates and I sell that and I make enough money to take care of my daughter. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, hmm. you know, it like really interesting. Kind of interesting. You kind of like 
you know, people. it's funny what people do to survive and they can do it. And Like somebody in a third world country sells hot chocolate out of a thermos all morning and they make enough money for the day. You can do that in the United States. Anyway. I'm going to have to get going so, soon. Okay. So, so we were talking about that. She's like, well, I want to send my daughter to school and I'm just trying to figure out how to make a little bit extra money. And then one day she asked me, she goes, what's this OnlyFans thing? And I start telling her. And I said, look it. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. Oh, did you give her good and, and I told her, I go, I know good of another girl. Advice. I know of another girl nearby, and I can tell you how much she makes, mm-hmm. which is probably pretty decent on this end, and she can have like a pretty decent life. But I know if you make what she makes in your country, I know you'd be living really well. Yeah. And so I help her set it up because originally when she set it up, because of her bank – she couldn't get payments directly to her bank because of um, um, SWIFT, the, the SWIFTing sifting system and all that. So um, for, for a long time, she would make money on that and she would transfer to me. And then I would transfer to my bank account and then I would Western Union it back to her. Okay. Western Union. There's actually, it's not even Western Union. It was like another app called Wisely. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's like one, there's only like two apps that work with her bank. You helped her out. So yeah, so like I, I does I she t- make money? She does. <gasps> I mean, good. I mean, I, I don't think because she doesn't do like wild stuff that some girls do on OnlyFans. Yeah, but she, I think she, she's finally got enough followers. She bakes a where cake. She makes like um a couple hundred dollars a month now. Better than the hot chocolate. But you think about a couple hundred. She's probably making what people make in maquilas, working twelve hours a day in exactly. Mexico. But it's time. It's only for a certain amount of time. In in a couple of years. She won't be getting that because I don't be know. Twenty year old. I don't know. Like like some of these women on that on that thing. No, I think it, it's a fetish. It's a fetish. Like it's all about her, you have to have her, a no, fan base. No, no, the no. Guys who are subscribed to her eventually will just lose it and they go probably, to somewhere else. Probably, it's probably like other subscription services where they kind of start moving on and they forget to cancel that one. Yeah. Especially yeah. if it's only like a five dollar month thing they're losing. Most like most American guys don't even notice five dollars going. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I like tell me about it. I've got like uh, Spotify, uh, Sirius. So, so I, yeah. So that really happened. That's crazy. That really happened, and I'm like, uh, it's kind of funny. Like I was like, how do I feel about getting a girl in life? I was like, it's gonna be good for her because she's actually gonna make money. I like this girl. I don't want her to see her doing that. But what the fuck? Why not? It's gonna it's gonna help her out, right? And she didn't care, and she's freaking beautiful. Oh, you did a good thing. You see, this is why. So, and I, it's funny. It's good bad advice, but honestly, I would have. I good bad advice. It's great. It good. I think it's, it's kind good. of good bad advice. I think it's good bad advice. But is good bad advice always bad? No, I think most of the time, good bad advice. Is I don't know. For the good. It's funny because in her situation, in, in in the country she was in, she couldn't work. Because she didn't have the papers, but because of the treaty, you know, with her countries, she was able to live there. And then but, you wonder, Mark, why she was into you. Well, <laughs> you helped her with her <laughs> Why would she be into you? Because I said, hey, I'm going to go to your country. I'm going to go visit you. Exactly. And uh, and she's like, hey, we went out to dinner and all that. It was kind of cool. It and was like a how really- many people she has doing that? You were her first OnlyFans. You think? Aww. Maybe. You think you were her first? I think I was. Fan? Well, I was probably the first only fan subscriber because He's, he I kind of, yeah. Up. Okay. I don't know. 
Like as far as first OnlyFans subscriber, oh, because you set it up for her. Yeah. yeah. But you know, don't well think. You, yeah. You, did you? You probably did. You realize I, what just happened? No, no, no. I th- I think about that a lot actually. Uh-huh. I think about that a lot actually. Like, cause you know what I mean. So I was like, well, you know, but that's okay because as long as you weren't now. Imagine if you had fallen for her. Mm-hmm. That I was you'd really be, careful. You'd be yeah. r- worse off. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But okay, so yeah. you got used. Yeah, you got you, used. And, but, oh my god, but do you, you feel used? Well, but, no, you, you feel no, out. but he doesn't feel used okay. because he didn't allow himself to but, get into a relationship. But with you know her. what, though, you know what, though, I didn't give her anything. Yes, that's good. You know what I mean. And whenever, when um, once all that started happening, I just said, you know what, send me the money because I can figure out how to get it to your bank from here. And she did. The only thing I did for her was I covered the transaction charges because when you transact, when you transfer from one account to another, there's international transfer fees. And so for like five, taking it off the top. So that's so like for five hundred dollars, I was paying like twelve dollars. It take sounds it off, like money laundering. So. Take it off Dude, the top and take a twenty five percent commission. Mon- oh, wait. Uh, I wasn't gonna take her money because I Dude, knew she needed you, it more you probably than I did. Edit this. Dude, I, that's like money laundering. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. Now, money if it was la- cocaine money, that'd sure? be different. How do you know where the money came from? Came- How do you know that it was? Well, all right, that's a good question. But I, I, I'm assuming she's not there selling cocaine. Well, you just never know. Yeah, I guess that's true. You never know, right? You never know. You never know. All right. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you uh, I guess know. I guess so, but but I you know I had a, a box of uh, I wish I had like a sound box of sound effects. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> like <laughs> car crash. But it But you know what? And also the money, amount money money money. The the amount of money this person was sending me to transfer to her bank, it was only like in $200 increments. Oh yeah. It yeah, wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't like $10,000 under the radar. It was only like $200 and it, every day. And it wasn't like $200 a week or anything like was, that. Like I say it was only a couple it was a hundred gram a month. at a time. <laughs> it was like one, one, what was that in high Baggy. school? Like a nickel bag of weed or something like, like that. <laughs> I feel like this podcast may have exposed way too much. Oh. All right. Before we wreck ourselves, we, we need to check ourselves before we wreck Whoa. ourselves. The statements Whoa. from those that you have them. listened to. I know. know well. <laughs> we're gonna, way, we're gonna block out our faces. This is all a fictitious conversation about. <laughs> I got you guys. Oh, you Zinger. Got that was a good Zinger. one. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Hey, mimosas were good today, weren't they? Yeah, they were, they were freaking. They were pretty spot too. on. They were good. All right. Well, Oops. that we didn't talk about anything we wanted to talk about. No, absolutely yeah. not. But that, I, I still want to talk about. That. I still want to. 2020. Happy 2000. Yeah, I know, right? This conversation Bobby, happened in 20, 2015. It was recorded on yeah. January 7th, 2020. <laughs> this Nin- is what we thought the future would like. Beyond the Statue of Limitations. <laughs> <laughs> they do not represent the... Oh my gosh! Yeah, this I, I still want to have the UFO the conversation that Jeanette wanted to talk about. I did. Oh, come on. I, I think, I think it's... This UFO... Well, I think it's it's an interesting conversation, and I'll just really touch briefly because it's in the media now, like what on on the mainstream, media? like Fox News. Um, what happened in Fox News with the UFOs? Oh, yeah. They're always talking about. Oh, you know, and, and then here's something that just came out. Here's something that just came out this like yesterday. Um, so the Ru- the Russians in Ukraine, right? They, they, so the Ru- well, you know, Russians. The Russians always had like really great air defenses, right? 
the Russians always had really great air defenses. That was kind of their thing, right? The the um, the SAMs missiles and all that. Okay. Well, there was a thing that lit up the internet yesterday in Ukraine about the Russians. It was on video about the Russians shooting something down, and it wasn't a plane or it wasn't a missile. A drone. They think they the Russians are coming out saying that. Well, no, the Ukrainians are coming out saying we think the Russians shot down a UFO. And the, no, no, like seriously, like yeah. seriously. And the Russians are coming out saying like, no, no, we didn't shoot anything down. And the people in that region of Ukraine are coming out saying like, they shot something down that was round. So it's kind of an interesting conversation. I kind of want to see if anything else comes out about it. Nothing will come out about it. I will. If anything comes out about it, you guys will be the first we'll be to get the it. First to know. Yeah, but it'll be it'll be a fun <laughs> conversation to have because uh, there, in terms of UFOs, there's a lot of stuff. There's more stuff I mean, there, there, I mean, than there's, there's ever been. There's there's people that say Kennedy was killed for it. Then you have the whole Eisenhower thing. You have the dual say though. I mean, Roswell's kind of old news. Yeah, there's just yeah. so much, so many different ways. But in modern day today, you have like the Pentagon, Congress now. Now you have the, um, you were talking about disclosure. There's a whole thing about disclosure that was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like a lot of things that you could talk about that like, it's like, and and not only that, like there's so much more cell phone footage now. It's like okay, so what are people indeed seeing in the sky? What's going on? What is going on? You know what I mean? So right. hey, well let's wrap it up. All right, it was good. It was good, guys. Um, hey, thanks, thanks for having mimosas. It was fun. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Dude, that was a lot. Love you guys. It was, was it was a good it was a good talk conversation. Was a lot, lot of snacks. Happy of New Year. Let's happy make it good. New Year. Make it good. Make it good. Right. Bye. Make it intentional. Make it intentional. An intentional year.